Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What was that? <laughs> I was blowing some dust off my screen. Ah. You should clean it every now and then. Don't you work in there? Yeah, but this isn't my work computer. Oh. I'm professional. I have... So that you, you gather dust in that two-week period between podcasts. <laughs> That's right. This is why I only use this computer for podcasts. Does anybody I, I, else enter that room besides yourself? No. How would they get in? It's impossible to squeeze past all the comics <laughs> get in the room. Yeah, yours, uh, your room sounds like my guest room. <laughs> Actually, there's no... Oh, yeah. There's no big piles of comics. There's just boxes of comics in the middle of the room. Yeah. So that's like your man cave. Yes, this is my man cave. <clears throat> and there's no more room in the man cave. There is no room in the man cave. And there's no wall space for any more art. There's nothing. It, it, you, you basically have no room to grow. So you're going to move into the kitchen like me. <laughs> my wife has forbade that. Ah, well, you got to... So Gotta poke I'm... the bear and see if it works. <laughs> I've tried. I've done that. It did not work. Yeah. So I, I, I'm. What my, are you gonna do? What's your plan? Basement. Also, oh, there's still room for growth in the basement. We have some old furniture that we need to get rid of in the basement, so. That would clear up enough. That'll for clear up one more space year. for yeah for another shelf in there. Another shelf down there. Ah. That's the plan. Yeah, that's what I need to do upstairs is if I could just carve a path out one weekend and then have somebody move this stuff, this furniture, then I could build bookshelves all around the wall. And then I'd be able to move in there. And I've, I now have like, I'm hardly getting any collected editions. Like it's almost like, the only thing I'm getting is like stuff that's trickling in from previous. Yeah, previous orders. Orders, yeah. Crazy. I know. I I only ordered a couple trades last month. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, I had the lowest cost because of the credits I had. For canceled I, things. Yeah, canceled things. I I always had to ask them to do it, but I I realized if I paid early, <clears throat> I have access. If you pay early and you have access to all your credits, you can apply them towards your payment. And even though it's not reflected in the cost, so you'll always see like if I spent seven hundred bucks, I'll always see seven hundred bucks there. But when I I look at my credit card bill, it was five hundred. You know. Because of all the books that were credited, it should it should list that on the on your no on the it, does, site it doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't list it. Mine I mean, does. It it lists it across every order though, like it's not collected list. Right, right, so, right, right. So like I have to go back to the last fifteen orders and total them up, and then say, oh yeah, this was applied then. It there's no one to one correlation with my charge card in the that credit 
you lost me. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as you're giving me credit. I swear on mine, like, when I look at my, like, final processing or whatever on the site, it'll list the credits there. Like, it'll say what my total was. There are only credits, though, shipping from attacks and then whatever credits. shipped, it, what was credited in that shipment. Oh, is that, is that what So you'd have to go across previous sh shipments to see your credits that were applied to that charge, but... It yeah, doesn't lower you. the charge on that bill unless they unless the credit was applied to that bill. In other words, something right. you ordered and that order was canceled. Then it's reflected online. Otherwise, you'd have to go across. If it's a collection of 12 past orders, you'd have to go across those 12 orders and see what the credits were, add them all up, and then see what was applied. And then, then it would probably match what was charged on your card. Right. So it's not like easy. <clears throat> right, because they're. They apply it. If, if you can control it, you could see it. And that's. I'm, I'm going to pay early if I have to, because then I can apply the credit when I want to. Instead of them applying it when they want to. And I don't like that, because I, I can't. I how can't do you balance apply, how it. How do you apply it when you want to? They're. After you check out, you get your, oh, you checked out to your latest DCBS order. And then yeah. there's like a pay now. And then you hit pay now. And then it shows you all of your credits. Like, um, it adds I never them do, up. I never, and do then pay, there's, I never do pay now. So that's probably why I never And then do there's, it. yeah. And then there's a, a checkbox next to each one you want to apply. You don't have to apply all of them. But you could select all. And then it'll apply it to that charge. And then even though my current bill says 750 or whatever it was, when, when I look at my charge card, what was charged on the pay now, it was 500. So it applied all those credits. You'd have to see it. I'm <laughs> I, doing I'm it now. I'm confusing. Oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. It shows you some past orders. Yeah. But you're. it's not going to ch change your order cost on that order because it's crediting you right it's just changing what it's charging it's, just, it's, you. it's changing what it's charging you yeah so I, I i like that better because i can control it like i could control my credits and you probably don't have as much as i do well you might because you got collected editions that might get canceled but yeah i don't um, have a lot but i mean they they do well right i don't have as much as you i mean i do have some but I don't have a lot because the past ones are all already they like they apply the credits at some point. Yeah, they do, but it's hard if the, if you let them do it, it it's longer. What how could I say it? Well, it's I still have one. For, yeah, I still have one from June of 2020 that hasn't been applied yet. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what they're waiting for on that you, one. You you have two choices. You could. You have three choices. You could wait till they apply it, and sometimes they'll miss stuff. And and it's hard to harder to track. You can do the pay now, which will credit you immediately on that current, uh, whatever current order you're on. Or you can email them and say, okay, I have, I, I usually take a snapshot of all my charges and say, can you apply these to the current order? And they'll do that. So that's that's how th those are your three choices. I was doing the 
the last two choices and I didn't like it. I like I like to be able to control able my to, credits. Yeah, I should check it. Yeah, I don't have a lot. I only have like about. Let's and see, plus, 10. I could look at my charge card and I can see the real trend. Like I could see what the real. I could see what the real charge is. Oh man, I have a. I I owe twenty two cents. From there you from go. My December twenty nineteen order. <laughs> so you're in the negative. There you go. Well, no, I have all the credits still, but. You're in the red, man. You're. In I'm the in the red. red for that month. I still owe money from two thousand nineteen. There you go. I'm surprised they haven't sent collectors to come after me for my twenty-two cents. I would. <laughs> That's that could be earning interest on those twenty-two cents. I know they're gonna say you you owe us twenty-two cents, but because of it compounded interest, it's now forty-five dollars. Yeah. I'll say what? Well, like right now we have that grocery store thing where you get charged ten cents a bag. Like for big chains, like if you're a small store, you don't have to do that. Or for but, plastic bags. Yeah, so the the money goes to the government, but our government in Colorado hasn't decided what to do with the money yet. So they don't have like an account where stores can send the money. <laughs> so like the stores are pissed off because they're like accumulating money in their books. Right. And they, it's not going, it's just piling up and accruing interest. And they they're getting pissed off because they're they can't balance their books. Yeah, it's making their yeah accounting harder. So until the government decides what to do, it, it's like oh man, they're stockpiling all this bag money. It's <laughs> crazy. That's a unfortunate position to be in to not know what to do with all this money that's coming in. Yeah, I wish I had that problem. Yeah, me too. What do I do with all this a money? Good, good problem to have. <clears throat> they should put that in their comic fund. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're cutting back. Do you like know exactly like do you keep track of your stuff? Like here's what my incoming money is and here's what all my outcoming. So you like know like per month how much you spend on food and gas and all that. Do you track that? No. I don't either. And, and I've, never, say, I've never had to worry about it, but yeah, and the, I say, the more I get towards I retirement, I want to understand it more. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I mean, we should also say we're extremely lucky in that we have good-paying jobs that we can we can afford that luxury. A lot of people don't have to yeah. pay to that stuff. Pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. But I, I kind of wish I did understand it more so I knew – how much you need for the Yeah, future. well, how much... Well, I, I would know how much I'm spending on food and how much I'm spending on gas and utilities. I It would be... I don't know if I had, like, Microsoft money or something and I tracked well, it better. Utilities is easy to figure out. If I had everything on... Yeah, utilities is, is pretty easy because it's just one charge and gas, yeah, water. Gas, and, gas you could estimate. But you have garbage. You have everything man well I, w I would i would include utilities if you can just on across the board like i wouldn't want to break it across water gas and no because electricity it's, it's, i would yeah, just keep it all the same it's just an expense so as costs go up it'll all average to an increase <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, it, it would be worth knowing, but... Because then you know, like, can I retire? Yeah, I guess off, I, I was trying to determine what that would affect, and I guess, yeah, it, it'll well, tell can you I, how much money you need to have accrued uh, per month. Yeah, per month. And that's just, that doesn't include, like, okay, I'm going... I want to go on a vacation this month. You'd have to track that as entertainment or something. Mm -hmm. Then, then you'd pull your comic money and say, okay, well, I could cut my comics and I'll, you know, that I could cut my entertainment budget like this, but I wouldn't want to cut this, you know? So I don't know. I, I found though, like free streaming is put up with the commercials and, you can watch a lot of shit, man. Because I like watched two movies on Pluto just while I was reading comics and stuff, and mm -hmm. uh, they were free. So I like saw like Trading Places again, and what was the other one I saw? Yeah, and there's certainly no lack of uh, material. Yeah. Even quality material out there for free. So yeah, I mean, if you wanted to, you could get by just solely on the free as long stuff. as you have internet right yeah the only thing you're going to miss out on is the hit new shows that everyone's talking about around the water cooler yeah but you probably if you were smart you could do like a rotation thing like right i'm gonna buy hbo max i'm gonna treat myself to hbo max for a year but i'm gonna give up netflix and then you know like yeah, and switch yeah. Just rotate in and rotate out. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the uh that's the smart way to do it. Yeah, I actually watched I was watching a movie off of Tubi and then we we got a Roku recently yeah. because our the apps on our TV were starting to suck. Yeah. Like one of them, one of them. You should, have, remember. you should have bought a new uh, TV for like really cheap, though. Ah, the Roku is only like forty bucks, though. Yeah, that's true. Because some of our apps, like, it wouldn't remember like what episode you left off on. Yeah, like they one get of them old. It, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't remember because yeah, it, they wouldn't update the apps anymore. So we just got. But anyway, I watched a, a movie off of Roku because they have like. Their free own free stuff. stuff so. Yeah. So does Amazon Prime. That's why I got a Fire TV. Because there's just so much. Like, it shows you on the menu. All this stuff is free. Yeah. They have their freebie thing, too. Thousands of... Yeah, I haven't I haven't even included that. Because, I've, yeah, I've watched a couple things on Plex and Freebie. But Pluto seems like just a wealth... I mean, the the downside to that is it's like okay, you're in the guide and you're watching it live instead of mm -hmm. like it started at the beginning. You can't do that. They have some on-demand stuff. Yeah, I thought they had, they do have on-demand stuff as well. But like I, one of the you things... Like, you like the guide though. <laughs> I do. I, I, I even like commercials. It's weird. I I, I just feel young oh, again. Cool. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not outdated like this... <laughs> It brings some kind of comfort to me. I don't know why. It's the oddest thing. It's like, cause he, my dad's older than me and he fucking hates commercials. Like he'll like, my dad will be watching a live basketball game and he'll pause the game, go watch something else. 
and then catch up back. later. <laughs> yeah, so like we'll be calling each other and I was saying, man, the Lobos are, are down 10. And he says, what? They're tied just a few seconds ago. And I said, you're not watching it live, are you? <laughs> He's doing his own time shifting. Yeah, he hate, he hates commercials. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, I've lived, I, I lived, I don't know, it brings like some kind of nostalgia to me. Just like a cassette tape does. Like, I, I enjoy listening. I, I have a Bluetooth cassette tape and a Bluetooth CD. I haven't used them much, but I have that ability. What does that mean? Oh, it's like a player that has Bluetooth built in so you can Yeah, so I can play my cassette headphones. tapes. I don't have to throw my cassette tapes away. Oh, I should get one of those. Yeah. Well, now cassette tapes are coming back. A lot of bands are releasing stuff on cassette now. <laughs> I didn't know that, but... Yeah. But there's like shit you can't find. And records. You know? Like there's this band that I liked a lot in college because they were a local band and they had I bought their cassette called Dead Leonard and I can listen to it. But that's the only means I have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Cassette. I'm old. The other thing I do for commercials is sometimes I'll like mute it during the commercials. Not me. Sometimes I even like the commercials. Like it'll. I like, like a lot oh, of. Oh, I need to buy that, purchase that product at their advertising. Well, not so much. I like I love the Kings, the Kruger commercials with those little round heads and stuff. I like the grocery store, but uh, I I uh, I like the streaming content stuff because I'll see a commercial and say. Well, this is on this streaming service now, and I'm like, oh, that is. I want to add that to my list. Yeah, I have done that. <laughs> so I, I like I like those commercials because there's like some horror movies and stuff that I didn't know were streaming, and I'm like, I want to watch that. Yeah, I did that the other day. They there was a commercial for something on some streaming. I'm like, ooh, add that to my queue. But on Pluto, they had. On Friday, I got out of work pretty early. Like I, and I was like, I want to go home and read comics because I had a lot to read for this show. Like I, I hadn't read anything. I was lackadaisical. I hadn't, I hadn't been to the storage unit. I hadn't even been to the storage unit on a Friday. So I was like, well, I have this Zoe Thorogood book to read, and I have the spawn books I, I can read and I'll, I'll just read what I have here and turn on the TV just so I have some background noise. And Pluto had clerks and clerks two, which was awesome. Cause I just bought clerks three. So like I had watched clerks, clerks two, and then followed it up that night with Barb watching clerks three. <laughs> nice. I don't know if I've seen clerks three. Yeah, it was, it went to the theater. It didn't do too well, but it it you have to be a fan to enjoy it for sure, and you have to have watched the others, I think, to appreciate it because the the at the root of the the core of the story, it's about two buddies that work at a convenience store, yeah. and you have to you have to for it to mean something to you. Like I I cried a little bit, you know, I got emotional because. I grew with these characters. Like I, I watched all those movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, as I saw this movie, it 
Kevin Smith's magic worked for me. But like, if it, if you just look at it, like I'm gonna watch Clerks three, and you don't get it, you're you're not gonna like it. It's gonna be terrible. <clears throat> you have to have been there, and you have oh, to have yeah. seen the growth I mean, I of would the hope characters. I anyone watching Clerks three has seen at least some of the other ones. Yeah. When I saw Clerks two, I didn't think it was the greatest, but now I watch it, and I was like. Man, there's some really good shit in it. Like I, I, I just love it. And I'm sure yeah, Clerks Three will even grow on me even more as, as Clerks Two did. Mm-hmm. I love when Randall's making fun of the Lord of the Rings. I just, got... he's like, here's the first movie, and he just walks across the store. Here's the <laughs> second movie, and he like picks something up off the floor. As he's walking, and here's the third movie, and he walks and he throws something. <laughs> he said, there's only one real true trilogy, and that's the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that movie quite a bit. So like, I, yeah, I... Clerks 3 was, was fantastic, I thought. Yeah, I need to see that. But I'm a big... I've seen all of Kevin Smith's movies, even the the serious ones. I've even seen Tusk. I've I've seen that one about the the religious group, whatever it was. Everything that he's done, I've seen, except for... uh, I've seen most. The hockey hosers or whatever, the one with his uh, daughter. T- yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen <clears throat> that's Togo, the only, Togo hosers yet. Yeah, that's the only one I haven't seen. That's it. I think I have. I'm sure there's probably another one I haven't seen, but I've seen most of them. If not all of them. I'm not a huge Kevin Smith fan, but I do like his stuff. I'm a huge one. Like, uh, I, I, I did see Clerks. The first Clerks in the theater. Yeah, so did I. When it first came out, that's before it was even in the. Oh no, I, did, was... I don't think I did see Clerks at the. That theater. was it was just an independent movie back then. No, so yeah, I, I it was did... only playing at the. Yeah, at I, the I did not see it houses. at the theater. I saw it on VHS or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I saw it at the <clears> Music <throat> Box Theater in Chicago. I saw Clerks two at the theater. Clerks 3 wasn't even at the theater but one week over here so I, like I would have gone to see it there but and then I struggled with do I really want to buy it like and I I came down to the conclusion yes yes I do so I I ended up buying it the only the only thing I hated about it is I bought it off of Amazon which mm-hmm. is nice because it's all consolidated into your Amazon Prime and uh the closed caption was the English was coming in French like it. And I, I'm so used to watching things in closed caption. It's hard for me just to based on my hearing and stuff, just to I have to like train my brain again to <laughs> it's an odd thing, but to just listen to it and I have to turn the volume up pretty high because I'm already pretty deaf. What did you say about the. The closed caption was, the English was coming in French, 
and I couldn't switch it to French and have it in English, so it was. Why couldn't you change it? You didn't know how. Oh, I change the English. You select English, and it comes in French. <laughs> okay. And Barb reported it, and sure enough, there were people online saying I bought Clerks Three. Yeah. And, and she said she she says that it. The person on Amazon told Barb they're gonna look into it because it. They said they it's usually because their programmers load the wrong closed caption for the. Yeah, for that language. For that language, yeah. I was just, I just saw that. Uh, I was looking to see what was streaming. Apparently, the Clerks animation is streaming on Roku, so I should watch that. Well, I was <laughs> gonna rewatch. I was gonna rewatch Tusk, and I couldn't find that streaming on anything I had. Was nice and then I, I I went to look back for the I think it was called Red State or, or the one that he did with the religious group cult. Yeah, that's the one. I've never seen that one. That one is good, and I I want to go rewatch it, and it's it wasn't on anything. So. It's like Clerks is on the on Pluto. Yeah, that's on, what I watched on demand. it on. I just yeah. told you I saw Clerks and Clerks 2 on there. Oh, I didn't catch that you saw it on Pluto. Pluto. Yeah, but to your point, there's no no lack of stuff out there. Oh, I turned my power on. To watch... Yeah, I was watching, uh, I started watching, uh, what is it called? House of a Thousand Corpses, is that what it's called? Yeah. So I'm finally uh, taking a, trying out the Rob Zombie stuff. What did you think? I'm about halfway through it. It's good. It's pretty much what I was expecting. It changes, uh, though. Like, uh, the the way I would say this movie is more like a, tr a it's like a love a, a love letter to Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Chainsaw Family. Yeah, it's basically a yeah kind of a, a slasher type. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. But that, with, with over the top good. characters, like I, I think, right? Spalding is so like I I absolutely love that guy. Like, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Sid Hag is just he is so good with his fucking chicken finger licking like <laughs> and then they have that crazy ass ride that the guy just pushes the car through. Yeah, the horror 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 the horror ride with the serial killers. Yeah. Oh man, and they're just at a gas station. I I just think it's awesome. And baby, I like her Rob Zombie's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know Rain Wilson was in it. Yeah, Rain Wilson's one of the the victims. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, I'll go I'll go through them. They're all on I can't remember what service they're on, but one of them. I think Tubi? they're all on there. Like I yeah. I rewatched them all recently, and I hadn't seen the third one. I What is that one even called? Hell It's like Terrifier. No, that's a different. That's about a clown. 
<laughs> What's the third Devil's one? Devil's Rejects is the second one, and then something in Hell, Hell to Payers. I I don't know what it's called. It 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 actually. If I could ask Rob Zombie one question right now, I'd say, is your trilogy kind of like based on the Star Wars trilogy? <laughs> because it's it sure makes out to be like the 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 formula like star wars is the first one and then empire strikes back is the second one and then the third one is return of the jedi <laughs> what was the third movie called uh three from hell I don't see that one. Uh, let's see. Just, just stream it. Just watch. Three. From I was gonna watch the clown uh, movie. Is the third one? It has the the number three in it. It's from twenty nineteen. Oh, that's my problem. Three. So you can see Otis and Baby on it. I still don't see it. I'll find it later. Three? Like the number three? <laughs> Are you looking at Just Watch? I'm looking on Tubi. Oh, it's not on Tubi. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not on Tubi. It's Where not it? on Tubi. It's on AMC+. Plus. If you want to stream it, you have to have Shutter. AMC Plus. I don't see it on Plex, but maybe it's on there. That's where I saw it. Yeah. No, I saw it on AMC Plus. So I got to jump. Yeah, you can't. You can't ever watch all the movies on one. (laughs) You can come very close on Tubi though. They have like all his other movies. It appears. They have Freeway and Freeway Two. I don't know what Freeway is. I've been looking for uh, Betty Page documentaries lately. So I don't play it. For, what was it? Uh, what's Barb yell, saying to me? Hold on. She's sending me an IM, and I can't get to it because I have a picture of Bill Bomer in the way. Let's see. <sighs> Look up what freeway is. But anyway, I don't know if you'll enjoy it as much as me, because you're not as big of a horror buff as I am. I don't think. But but actually, I don't think once once you leave House of a Thousand Corpses, I think you're out of the horror genre. I think you're more into a grindhouse film. What about Lords of Salem? That's awesome. No, no. Lords of Salem is is okay. It has a weird ending. That one has to do with witchcraft. What about Thirty One? That is fantastic. I like I like Thirty One a lot. Those are outside of the House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, world. But they're ve- they take place in the same time. Like his his Universe. films are in the same set. 
like 70s type era you know universe <laughs> well it could be the same universe but i i just like the same time period in other words they're they're like snippets from the 70s yeah they're all they're all happening at the same time <laughs> I, I don't know i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say yes all right i added them to my queue I like 31 a lot. 31 is like a, a horror running man, in in my opinion. If I had to describe it, it's like if you took Arnold Schwarzenegger's running man mm-hmm. and brought it back down in time and made it a horror film, that's that's what the, the movie is. Salem, I, I liked. Like, it, 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 it just kind of disappointed me at the end. At the end? Of, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, so does House of a Thousand Corpses. It gets a little weird. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I'm okay with that because the whole movie is weird anyway. So, well, we'll see how, unless it goes off the rails. A little bit does, in my opinion, but you'll you'll see. But then you got to watch his Halloween movies because he did Halloween and Halloween 2 remakes, too. Yeah, I see Tubi has Halloween. I don't know if it has Halloween 2, though. Pluto has Halloween. It plays it a lot on the terror station. I see it all the... I'll, I'll like, turn it on that station. I watch Pluto a lot because, to me, Pluto's, like, the best thing I could ever watch for background noise. Project Heat, Halloween 2. No, that's the wrong movie. X Grinder 4. <laughs> well, I, I, what I think I want to do is I want to sign up for Showtime streaming and do the 30-day because they have that everything else or everywhere, everything all at once or whatever it's called. I wanted to see that really bad. And then they have Fletch, the new movie, which I, I wanted to see. And then they have X and Pearl, and I want to oh. see those a lot. Yeah, so. I need to see Pearl. I need to see X again now that I've started watching Wednesday. <laughs> oh, you started Wednesday? Yeah. I, did no, you, I, do you like it? Yeah, it's great. I, 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 didn't even I, know, think... there's some, I don't even pay attention, so I didn't even know it was a Tim, Tim Burton movie Tim Burton, or show. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has his... his his mark on it you can tell oh yeah you can absolutely tell well has a danny elfman music too yeah they're they're like partners in crime i i i saw him on the i saw danny elfman on the the cbs morning show and he was talking about their relationship and he how how he really wanted him for batman and he said it kind of blew up his his career you know because before then i think he did beetlejuice Oh, in terms of movies, yeah, yeah. and he, yeah, had he had done Edward Scissorhands, just... and like he had, but it's like, then he became like a John Williams, you know, like everybody was. Yeah, then people are actually him. buying yeah. the soundtracks because they like the music, and and could recognize his his music. Yeah, it was an Oingo Boingo. Yep, and that's when he said, see you guys. Weird <laughs> <can> science. <laughs> I'm just going to do movies now because 
probably making way more money doing that. Well, did Oingo Boingo reunite at some point? They probably have. I don't. Well, they probably the... never broke up. They probably just like keep it in the background. I've never been the biggest Oingo Boingo. I mean, the, the there were two songs yeah, I really like, Weird Science, and then there was another one. And then I I really didn't go out of my way to buy any of their albums. So. Yeah, didn't they have one hit song or something? Well, they had one, and then the movie Weird Science that that was two. So oh, like. Yeah. I forget what the other one. I think it was party something with a party in it. I can't remember. It's not the dead man's party or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I was never uh, into them. I was never into them or the B-52s. I appreciate the B-52s, but that guy Fred or whatever, I, he just his voice just kills me. It, yeah, I mean, like, oh, dear. it's so it's so. I like, can't stand his voice. I, I think the two girls have the most beautiful voices, and then his voice is just like just it it just throws he's not really, me off. He's just talking kind of. Well, yeah, but it it bothers me. Like yes, it, me too. it would it would turn me off. And I wasn't ever a big Talking Heads fan either. I mean, there's there's a couple of Talking Heads fans. What? No, I'm I just like, kidding. but I, I don't, don't. I don't like, like Talking Heads either. For the same reason. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't. I hate his he's voice. not singing. He's sort of talking. <laughs> Sorry, Talking Heads fans. Yeah. I, well, no, I'm just saying why I don't like them. Like, I I, I get yeah. their appeal, and their I think their music is awesome. I do love Psycho Killer though. God, I for love sure that they song. got some definitely memorable. Like Burning down the songs. house, yeah, yeah. Psycho Killer. Well, Psycho Killer is the one I really like. Everything else could go. Yeah. I think Barb Burning down the house was huge. I, I remember a stupid MTV, or not even before MTV, they used to play that video all the time because that was one of the early videos. Burning down the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I never, I always had to change the channel. Yeah, I didn't like. There, there was a couple bands I, I, I never liked, and the, those are, those are three of them. And they were usually were, like the B52s. I thought they were. I liked some of their songs, but as soon as he started, Love Shark Baby, you know, like <laughs> I just, I just didn't like his stuff. I like Rock Lobster a lot. I, I really do like Rock Lobster, but oh, that's got good, good, uh. Yeah, well, that's the one you could. I, I love that one to dance to because, like, that was a homecoming and prom like thing. Well, it's 60s. like you. Well, I like the way it spins up, like it's really fast, and then it starts going woo, and then you could actually like fall on the floor and then start freaking out and like I don't know, it's like awesome. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to bands, for sure. Vocals is my most sensitive. Like if if I'm not gonna if I don't like a band, it's typically because I don't like the singer. Yeah, but you like, like if, a lot if there's of a singer I don't bands, like. Though. What? You like a lot of people that shout. I, I like just yelling. I like screaming, not shouting. <laughs> I don't know. This the difference. I don't like people yelling, but I like people who scream. <laughs> it's a different there's a difference i th- i always think they're the same i don't like like i never really like i don't like new york hardcore because all they do is yell 
And shout. Who, who does? Like New York hardcore. Like I don't Pro even Mag, know who that is. Pro Mags no. and uh, I do like Gorilla Biscuits. Who are some uh, leeway? Like I don't like gore, but they're vi- they're visually stunning to watch. Like, but I won't sit there and listen to a gore album. I like their first two <clears> albums. <throat> I like Rob Zombie. I hate Rob Zombie. I am a music. big fan. Yeah, I don't like. I'm 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 not an industrial music fan. Oh, I am. You don't like Nine Inch Nails? God damn no. it! I don't like Nine Inch Nails. I don't like. Uh... Twenty One Pilots. I don't like Twenty One Pilots. Uh, That's not I... industrial, is it? That's pop. No, music. I no, I they're kind of like rap industrial. I would say. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like rap core. I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah, all the stuff I like, you don't. <laughs> Plus, I like country a lot more than you do, I think. Yeah, I like some country. Well, I can I like listen old, to country. I mostly all the like time. old school country. And I like contemporary, like, yeah, like new stuff. They're opposites when it comes to music. <laughs> well, not opposites. But... We have. Uh... I think we like some new wave stuff, but yeah, we both th- like new wave. I think, I think that's where it, and punk maybe, um, but I think that's where it ends. I would agree. Well, yeah, for the most part, I'm sure there's bands here but like, that we both like. But like R and B and pop, I I don't have a fucking clue like what's going on. Like, I I could. I could turn it on the news and they're saying, okay, these people are nominated for Grammys and I don't know who the fuck they are. Like I, 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 oh, have, I have no, no I have no clue like what, who these people are or what song they sang. I, I just like, I'm so out of the loop in that era, in that area. Yeah. With the modern, yeah, so am I, but I mean, that's just cause I don't <clears throat> listen to that stuff. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. But country, I, I, country, I kind of, Country's weird to me because, like, I, I could listen to country, but I never know who it is. And in other words, I, I could just, like, listen to country all day. And I if you told me who sings that I went, and I didn't have them on, like, where the words were coming across and showing me who it was, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Unless, yeah. it's, unless it's Blake Shelton. I, I, I know his, his stuff. Okay, here's the here's the nominees for best new artist for this year for the Grammys. Okay. Uh, Anita? Don't know who that is. Do you? No. Omar Apollo? No. Don't know who that is. Domi and JD Beck? Don't know who that is. <laughs> Mooney Long? Don't know who that is. Samara Joy? Don't know who that is. Lotto? Don't know who that is. Oh, this one I know. Mane Skin. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. I know Mane Skin. <clears throat> they they won Eurovision. Do you do you of kind ago. of see? I I thought you'd be a little more in in play just because you have kids, but I I don't know. <sighs> no, I don't even know what they listen to. I ask them and they say you wouldn't understand. And... You would. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell me. <laughs> you sit there with your death metal and you wouldn't understand my music. <laughs> I don't know what they listen to. <clears throat> Who knows? Video game soundtracks. I don't know. <laughs> but sometimes a song will come on the radio in the car and 
they'll know it. So it's like, all right. Here's a couple more. Tobe, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. N-W-I-G-W-E. So have we gotten to the alternative yet choices? Maybe I'll know some of them. I don't know. Okay, let's see. There's Pop. Well, keep saying them, and let's see if I know any of them. Okay, Molly Tuttle. No. What leg? Don't know. <laughs> That's it. Well, see, so you, you've known one of them, right? One yeah, of I knew those one of them. Eight or ten. Is there any alternative in there? Let's see. Dance electronic, instrumental, rock. Let's go to the rock and. Oh, the rock. We'll know some of them. This is best. Oh, this is best rock performance though. Do you, let me yeah, find let, best rock. No, album. best okay, rock. Best perfor- rock album. Here we go. Okay. The Black Keys. Okay, I know who they are, but I don't like them. I've heard them. I've heard the name, but I don't know any of their music. Elvis Costello, yeah. Okay. I know who that is, but Everyone I'm surprised he's is. still there. He must yeah. have had a new new album. <laughs> I'm surprised he's there. <laughs> he's got to be old, man. <laughs> yeah, he's in his 60s for sure. Yeah. Uh, Idols. I I may have heard them, but I it doesn't. Sounds really familiar. I probably heard their song. I probably a heard them when I had uh, Altern Alt Nation, but I got rid of it. So. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. I know who that is. Yeah, I know who that is. I don't know what his music sounds like. I do. Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't know he had a new album. I didn't either. I know who that is. And Spoon. I know who Spoon is. I know who Spoon is, but I don't like him. Is there any? What was the live bands? The performance ones. Yeah. Uh, Brian Adams. I know who. Well, is it the same Brian Adams I know? Like cuts like a knife. I think so. I think he, did he have a new album? Well, there's two Brian. There's Brian Adams and Ryan Adams, and I don't know yeah, Ryan is, Adams other than Brian he was Adams. in This Is Forty. He was in that movie with This Is Forty, the Judd Apatow movie. Okay. Then we got Beck. You know Beck. I know who Beck is. I'm not a huge fan, but I do like three or four of his songs. Yeah, Black Keys. I, I, about. I do not like Black Keys. I turn them every time they hit the radio. Here we go. Brandy Carlisle. Don't know who that is. Idols, we already talked about. Ozzy Osbourne. And Turnstile. I bet you I've heard a Turnstile I've song. heard a Turnstile, yeah. I feel like I've probably heard their name. Do, do, they, have a, do they have country? Yeah, you want... Oh, they do yeah. have alternative. Oh, let's go to alternative. All right. Arcade Fire. I know who that is. I like them a lot. Big Thief. Don't doesn't ring a bell. I don't know who that is. Bjork. I know who that is, but I don't like her. Wet Leg again. I, I've and, heard one song from Wet Leg. I don't know them. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, I like them. I've heard of them. Barb hates them. That's one band that I have their CDs in Barb. <laughs> I had them on the iPod, on the Apple Music, and she doesn't like them at all. Are you want to do country? Yeah. All right, let's see. Best was that it album. for alternative? That was small list. That was for the albums. Yeah, they only have like five for the albums. All right, so best country album. Uh, Kelsey or Chelsea Ballerini. Yes, I know who that is. I've, I've heard that name before. Yeah. Zach Bryan. I know who that is too. 
I have no idea who that is. Miranda Lambert? Yes, definitely. I don't know who that is. Marion Morris? That doesn't ring a bell. I don't know that one. And I, I don't know who this last one is. Will I Nelson? Willie Nelson? <laughs> oh, yeah, Willie, Nel- Willie Nelson. That's what I'm right. <laughs> Yes, you know who that is. <laughs> that that falls into your old country. Yeah, that's more my speed. Oh, that was the performances. Here's the albums. Luke Combs. Oh, hell yeah. I like him. Miranda Lambert. Yep, I like her. Ashley McBride. Of I like her, her too. And then the other two are already on the other list. Yep. So, like, I, I know country, but if you told me what song they sing, I can't tell you. But I, I've, I, I'll i listen to, like, country all the time. And here's the best R&B albums. Oh, gosh. I, I could tell you right now. I won't know any of them. You will know the first one. Who? Mary J. Blige. Don't know. You know who she is, though, right? No. I mean, you've heard that. You've never heard her name before? No. What, what, what am I Weird. supposed to? What is it on TV? What it? I have no idea. I just know her name. <laughs> She's very famous for something. Okay, go ahead. As an artist, uh, Chris Brown. Don't know who that is. Robert Glasper. Nope. Lucky Day. Nope. P.J. Morton. Nope. Man, you got to get with the times, man. I don't. <laughs> Did you know uh, any of them besides the first person? No. Okay. Here's the have best you, rap. The best first person. The first person. Have you heard a song from? I don't think so. Maybe. Not that I could. Well, where does Melanie fall in the music name. world? Because I, I would, I would think your guys' styles are way off too. She likes pop music. Which like you she don't. just listens to top forty radio. Oh, we do. I mean, if we're both in the car, then we listen to oldies, because that's our that's our meeting ground. <laughs> like oldies, like what? How oldies is oldies? Because oldies to me goes into fifties. Like, I don't know why, but it does. Yeah, fifties through like seventies. Okay, so eighties is considered 80s. oldies now. <laughs> well. 2000s are considered oldies in, in some radio stations, but I uh, I always think in mind oldies just because of when I grew up is 50s and 60s. I don't know why. Yeah, that's pre, the, the pre, scary part. Pre, Pre-me, I guess, is what I think of as the oldies. The scary part is like when we were kids, like the 50s was like oldies, but that was like because that but that was like 20 like 30 years before us so 30 years before us now is like current kids is like 90 <laughs> yeah but it was so like the modern I could... kids the 90s are what the 50s were to us but the 50s and 60s i could relate to because that's what my parents listened to so yeah like it, that's i i like that music right when I... we were growing up the oldies channel was 50s and 60s music yeah But yeah, that's so any anywhere like 50s through 80s my wife and I can agree on most stuff. That's that pretty range. easy though, I think. She puts on the modern channel then yeah. Most of the times I just don't even know what they are. Sometimes I hate them and 
I have to change the channel. Well, for me and Barb, <laughs> for me and Barb, fifties, sixties, and seventies and eighties are all are all pretty much good. I I start to freak out. Like I don't know my wife when we get beyond that. Like, I mean, what once it got past the Counting Crows and stuff, I kind of like don't know what she listens to. And then, like, we went to a wedding, my my nephew's wedding, and they were playing music. I swear, I've never ever heard before. And my wife knew what it was. So it's like, mm-hmm. wow, like, I, I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you anymore. Who are you? What are you listening to? <laughs> because when we when we listen in the car, it's kind of neutral. Right. So, yeah, it's the same. But same I will say us. that Barb got into country like I did. Like, my intro to country, like, I, I country was like R&B to me until my dad got sick. And when I was taking care of my dad, my dad, like, I had to drive him back to Albuquerque. He wanted to listen to country. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I don't know why, but it just stuck with me. It, My dad got me into contemporary country. And there was a time in the 2000s where I got into the female country singers, like the Dixie Chicks and Shania Twain and a couple others. But I was very limited in what I wanted to listen to. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'm I'm probably even more picky when it comes to country music, but there certainly are some country artists that I like. I mean, even if I was listening to modern stuff, I'm sure there's some artists that I'd be yeah. like, oh, this, this is pretty good. Like for me, I love 21 Pilots and you don't. Like I, I absolutely love them. They're like in my blink blink one eighty two like stuff. Like I I just love Angels and Airwaves, plus forty four, Blink one eighty two any of those bands that those guys come out of, I I just Kenny Hoopla I like a lot and what's his name played with him? The drummer for Blink one eighty two. Tra Tra Travis. So it's like I I like them all. I know you do. Yep. But I, I, I will say that I, I've kind of gotten out of alternative because I got rid of Sirius Radio. I used to listen to Alt, Alt Nation all the time. So a lot of the new bands, I'm kind of like... Out of the just, loop. I'm out of the loop. Yeah. Me too, but I haven't been in the loop in a long, long time. Actually, I'm probably more in the loop because of my wife than I was before I got married. Although I'm still not very in the loop. Barb's more in the musical loop than I am. She probably, as you named those artists on the Grammy, she'd probably at least be aware of them. Yeah. I'm not. Who is it that you're into now that I just... What's her name? You're really into her music. Taylor Swift, yeah. Barb's really into Taylor Swift and... Isn't she the one who just had a released an album and it was like sold like billions of copies? Yeah, she's Taylor Swift is huge. She's she's in commercials and everything and like her tickets sold out like 
I think Barb tried to get tickets and it was like a it was like sold out within minutes. And that yeah, that like caused literally. controversy though, like with Ticketmaster, whatever was going on with her. Concert. Yeah, I remember there was something in the news about that. But trying to see Barb, what Barb did listen a lot to uh, at least went before it I changed stations to the college radio so she the, our local college radio and I I didn't I love listening we, to college radio Yeah she still so she she would get a little bit of everything I I think in that station cuz it was just kind of whoever was DJ you know yeah it depends working on the show that's on Yeah it depends on who was working at the time It seems like their reception's worse, though. Yeah, college radio right. stations are typically. What's this sound like? You're gonna put some college radio on for us, or what? <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh, there hang on! Go. Someone knocking on my door. Okay. Bill started playing music on his guitar, and somebody's knocking on his door. No, Bill's Bill's kind of hardcore. Like, Bill doesn't like like new country, but he'll listen to old country, and he likes like shouting music, like stuff that both of us don't navigate. Towards. Screaming, not, like not when shouting. you're it's angry, very angry music. Like, <laughs> fuck you, I didn't start. You know, it's like yeah, I don't listen like, to that like, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you you're do. Totally wrong. Yeah, it's like I I saw some of your death metal. It's awful. Incorrect. Let me see who this is. See, that's shouting to me. It's singing. <laughs> no, it's not singing. All right. Well, I think I talked about everything I watched, I guess. What did you watch? I watched, well, I'm, I, I said I started watching Wednesday. I'm about oh, yeah, that's three good. or four episodes into that. That's really good. Man, she does, she does such a good job. She's an amazing Wednesday. She, she, she's the, uh, she's what makes the show. Yeah, she's so good. And, like, her friend I found was annoying, but she grew on me. Like, I really liked her roommate, too. Yeah, I like, yeah. I think by by design, yeah. Yeah, she she she's starting. Well, the the casting of the kids is pretty good. Like, I wouldn't even call them kids. They're probably eighteen or twenty. Yeah, I think the Wednesday actress is in her twenties for sure. Yeah. But she's like just her like deadpan expression, like just when she's like glaring at people, it's like so awesome. (laughs) Well, the casting too of the parents and. I don't know how far you are, but you get you get everybody. I mean, you got Lurch. Yeah, I've only you seen got, the parents and you see Lurch the parents, but you'll get Uncle thing. Fester and yeah, thing. I haven't got that. I haven't got Uncle Fester yet. The only one you don't get is the the grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. 
And but I like Pl- how... Pl- Pluto does have the Adams Family channel too. Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah, you can watch Adams Family 24-7. I guess that doesn't surprise me. And I like how Christina Ricci is like one of the teachers at the school. That's pretty... That actually surprised me because I thought it was... I thought it was the girl from the 70s show. Oh, I, uh, yeah, the dark-haired one. Do you know which one I'm talking about? The one that doesn't wear deodorant? What is her name? I can't think of her name, but you knew you who I was talking about. You thought it was Laura Prepon? Kunis. Yeah, the... I, I, I thought Christina Ritchie was Kunis. Oh, did you? Yes, really? I did. I, I, it wasn't until I, cause I was skipping the credits and all that. You know how you can yeah. on the TV, you could say skip yeah. and just go to the next ones and stuff. I, I was skipping it all and I was like, oh wow, she's in this. And I was like totally wrong because one episode I let the credits run and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> cause she was in, she was in one of the original Adams families, right? Yeah, she the was movies? Wednesday in the movie. Movie, yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, I like it though, and I like how they have it's kind of like a small town. And it's a mystery. It's a mystery, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool mystery too. Yeah. So watching that, uh, my wife and I just finished watching Fate the Winks. Fate uh, the Winks. Fate, the Winx saga. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's the fairy show. I'd already watched season one, but. Is that a live action or is that a cartoon? It's live action. It's based on a kid's cartoon, but it's an adult live action. That is odd. That I would have never. <laughs> so that's like some of the Grammy nominees you mentioned. I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know what it is. So we watched that. That got canceled, though, unfortunately. And then, yeah, just the usuals, I think. And I already mentioned the movie. Wait, I watched another movie. What did I watch? Oh, I watched... uh... Come on, brain. Connect the pieces. You can do it. Oh, Menu. That's what it's called. Oh, I like that one. That was so good. I watched the Menu movie. I got that DVD from the library. Yeah, that that was... that was quite good. It was. I went in not knowing. I intentionally didn't know what it was about. Yeah, because I I talked it about it, but I didn't want to tell you because I was like, yeah. I, it's one of those movies that you want to talk about, but you can't because it right, it, it almost like is it falls into that category where if you say anything, you spoil it. Like right, the fun is not knowing where it's going to go. Yeah, next. the that's the fun in the whole movie. Yeah. Because you're like, you're like the characters where you don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. I think that's all the... Yeah, in terms of TV, the regular shows, just the usual stuff. Yeah, I watched a movie called Revenge. That was, I think it was a French a French show. That one was incredibly annoying because I couldn't, the, it was in French, 
but which was okay because you'd get the closed caption when they were talking so you could see what they were saying but they it was in it was bilingual so they'd switch to english mm-hmm. and i didn't like it because the english was always like ahead of time so oh, like yeah. it was happening before they actually spoke Right, the French. The, the, the French. It. The French was right on time. Like well, it was like. Or you probably didn't. I mean, you wouldn't notice the French. No, but it looked like when they were talking, their lips were moving, and I could read the caption and it tell me. But I'd see in the English, like it'd say gunshots, and then like a minute later, I'd hear the oh, gunshots. It was, that, it was that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. Okay. But uh, it was pretty good. It, it, it's about a a guy that's married that he owns like this extravagant house in the middle of the desert like they basically have to fly a helicopter in to get him there and then two of his militia buddies show up and they're gonna go hunting and all hell breaks out loose with this this girl that he invited you know to the Mm -hmm. i don't know it's ridiculous how she lives to get revenge because she's in impaled on a they throw her off a cliff and she, her, a, a tree basically punctures her back, and it goes all the way through her stomach, and she manages to live, because she gets her lighter and burns down the tree, which in, impaled her. So it, it's crazy, but, and sort of peyote sort of saves her life from a like a, pain kind of situation, but. I saw that on uh, one of the services that I'm getting rid of, which is AMC Plus. Okay. And then we finished watching The Boys, which was fantastic. I really liked it. And uh, Near Dark I saw again, which is a vampire movie that... uh, it's pretty original. It's like this guy gets bit and converted and it's like this, this family of vampires that drives in a van where they spray paint the windows and during the day and then they go from hotel to hotel and they kill people. And then he gets recruited because one of the girls bites him and uh, turns him. And then it involves his family. But the one thing I... I, I saw this fam this movie when it came out, and this is the first time I saw it streaming in a long, long, long time. So I rewatched it, and it is probably one of the first vampire movies that I've ever seen where they've cured vampirism through blood transfusion. Hmm. So yeah, it's I like that movie a lot. So from like the 80s or, or 90s or something? Yeah. yeah. It has some actors in there that I... Uh, Bill, Bill Paxton is the biggest one, I think. Yeah. The guy from Aliens is in there, too. Oh, I did watch, uh, we finished watching uh, Resident, the latest 
season of the resident yeah and when we're watching it we're like they like wrapped up like a bunch of storylines and they're like this show get canceled because it's like they're and it did they're wrapping everything up but at the time did it because we looked and they said they hadn't just they had i thought barb you you said they canceled the resident right Oh, they don't. They haven't announced yet, but yeah, that's what they they haven't said it yet. So I think what they did is they wrapped up all the storylines just in case it gets canceled. But that's Which, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like really that. Appreci- I appreciate that. I appreciate when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I don't thought watch of, like, it, but like, wait a second, they just kind of wrapped everything up. It's like, yeah, <laughs> what's going on? But yeah, I, I definitely. Well, appreciate them doing that because it's nice to wrap everything up and have yeah have I, I, I watch a lot of canceled shows like barb doesn't even she, like she's like why waste my time if i know they canceled it already i don't have that mentality i'll like watch it yeah me too because i mean odds are i'll forget about it anyway so <laughs> yeah but it, it's like uh you don't but know like, what you missed until you try it, right? Yeah, like Warrior Nun. I mean, that got canceled. I wish it was continuing, but for sure it was worth but it watching those two episodes. But it could have got canceled after the first season. See, that's what was nice about Warrior Nun. And it had that cliffhanger where they were, even though they went and backtracked and told you like in season two what happened in season mm-hmm. one, you were on a cliffhanger because they, they recently – freed that angel guy and then all hell was breaking loose right. they were all yeah, fighting that been, together that would have been a bad spot to... but that happened during the pandemic so like they told the actresses like we think it's going to be canceled and then it was renewed and the director had called all those actresses oh, yeah, I, I, I watched yeah, the video it. of it yeah 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 i wish someone would pick that one up it looks like a lot of the streaming services are canceling a lot of stuff now. Well, I think the war is like the the, the sheer the sheer quantity is. I, I think things like HBO Max has realized. Well, I can have something go directly to HBO Max, but I'm not going to make as much money as if I give my product to Netflix. Yeah, that's a, or something yeah, like they're Yeah, they're finding you know? yeah, licensing their shows out is is more money than if I stream well, it on my own service because yeah. I I don't see the numbers of people piling onto my streaming exactly. service. If if your numbers are relatively flat or barely or growing slightly, it's that's more good because you have you have money it. coming in. But if you can take one of your shows and sell it to another studio and get a million dollars, then you exactly know, that's a million dollars in your yeah in your collection yeah and i think they're also realizing well they've realized that spending tons of money on these shows isn't getting the roi that it used to yeah which is interesting i mean it sucks it mean it means we've we've probably lived through the best years for this original content <laughs> for a while yeah, but but I'm still I'm I'm forward. still overwhelmed with content. Like I can't ever catch up. Like I, that's I just why, I think that's why because they were pumping out so much stuff. It's like right. It's gonna take us years to catch up on all the stuff that they put out the last few years. Well, I want to watch The Last of Us on HBO Max. Um, 
Yeah. The, the other I, thing I I struggle with is because I'm not a TV guru like Barb. She can stay up for six hours a night watching TV, and I got one hour in me. That's because so she's a like, mutant. Yeah, we could choose like one show we want to watch together, like uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone's always there, and then we started watching. 1923 or whatever it's called yeah but uh and the boys we watch together but uh it gets to the point where i have to ask you know can i watch this and do you want to watch it together because she just can watch so much content and i can't i i got one show so like right so you gotta you gotta pin mark or bookmark that show before she starts watching it yeah (laughs) And there's a couple, though, that I wish in hindsight that she would have seen with me, like Money Heist. Yeah. Like, I think she would have loved Money Heist. Like, it was just so goddamn good. Everyone, no one could not like Money Heist. And she would have liked uh, Warrior Nun and a couple others that I watched, but there, there, there's yeah. been a lot of shows that I've watched on my own, and I said, God, I wish I could watch this with Barb, because she would have loved it, but... Money Heist is just fucking awesome. Like it is so good. And it's it, totally it, that that the, I'd the, the it again. <laughs> the right yeah, the writers are just like so you know, how much can you write about a heist and it's just so innovative and, and the characters are so and the, so damn many good. twists and turns and the characters are just so thinking well back written. on it, like the professor. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Oh, the professor is awesome, man. I just love the professor. But but you had like the girl that Everyone, was fighting yeah. him, and she was awesome too. Yeah, the female cop. Yeah, she. And the... Tokyo, like yeah. Tokyo, was brilliant. Tokyo is great. They're all great. Yeah, like, Helsinki. Uh, what was, the... uh, what uh, was Berlin? The... Berlin. Yeah, Berlin. Yeah. Oh my God, he His was great. Storyline and, and incredibly great. complex. Like yeah, there were times sure. that you would like look and say, "God, I hate this motherfucker," and then there were times you're like, "I like him. I'm rooting for him." Yeah, he was on so the, it the is classic, just like awful, yeah, the classic character that you you, you don't hate like to at love. Love to hate. Once you understand him and his, what he's gone through, I think the professor is kind of like the one that is always the likable yeah, he, one he's the in, main, in Tokyo. Yeah, he's the main character. Which is ironic, because he wasn't even in the bank, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was he's all his controlling plan. controlling the show, yeah. You could watch that with Barb. <laughs> yeah, I could watch it again, but then I sacrifice all the other things yeah i know that's the problem with watching something again means you're not watching something new <laughs> yeah like she would have liked lock and key too that was really good i like lock and key a lot hi did i how many seasons were there that there were three i still i still have to do one umbrella academy was the other great one. Oh, yes. that was so good and i've, I've i still have two seasons to watch I can't see that, that, that. It just goes to show, like, <laughs> I know. Like, right now, I'm in Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, but I'm so, like, I'm so far behind. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't even. It's gone, four seasons, but down. they're like 
20 some episodes per season so that's why i still haven't gotten disney because i know there's a bunch of great shows on there that i want to watch but i have so many other shows that i need to watch too (laughs) yeah yeah i'll just just wait someday i'll do it like when i'm ready to watch those shows i'll i'll get it but until then yeah like lock and key i watched the first season i still i still have to watch what two seasons two seasons (laughs) Yeah, I, I'm at least I watched I'm at least two seasons in. I I only have the third season to finish, but like it, the way that Lock and Key ended, it it could have ended with season two. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I think they did a good job of like. They 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 put something in the end that says we can continue, but it sort of wrapped up. Do you see but what I'm we, saying? Yeah, if we don't, then it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it did a lot like what the resident did. Like yeah. it, it like cleared up like a lot of the plot holes and Yeah, finalized some stuff. Yeah, finalized. That's good. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there, man. Whew. I miss the old days when we were kids and there was like four shows <laughs> that you cared about. Yeah. The simplicity of it, for Came sure. Came home from school, watched Gilligan's Island. Pretty much. Did I? Did you watch New Amsterdam? No. No. He just watched The Resident. He watches The Good Doctor, but you're still Resident behind on good The Doctor. Good Doctor, right? Yeah, we're, I haven't really done much this season. We're caught we're up, up on The Good Doctor. Yeah, but we're close. Here we watch. We watch the rookie. Rookie feds. And some other. Oh, I watch FBI. But I don't watch any of the FBI spinoffs. The rookie, FBI, and feds? Yeah. Rookie feds. The only live TV I think I watch is, well, I watch the Goldbergs, but we're really behind. And I watch the Good Doctor, and the, I watch Yellowstone. This season of the Goldbergs, I think they should have just canceled. We're not caught up. We're we're caught up where the fathers like CGI'd in. Or and we, they, we saw the we saw the marriage. They use old, they use old clips of the father. <laughs> yeah, they use old clips of the father, or he CGI'd. Yeah. Yeah, so it's weird. They should have fired. Yeah, they should have ended that end of that season. I think. Once the father left, they should have, because the father's gone. The grandfather is gone because he passed away. Yeah. And all the kids are grown up now, so it's like. I think they could have wrapped that show. Wrapped it. That's a wrap. But apparently people are still watching because it's still on the air. Do I watch any other regular TV? I think that's it, right? I don't see anything else. Everything else is streaming. Mm Mm-hmm. She watches all of it. She watches so much TV. That's why she, Daryl gives her homework and she does it. I can't believe it. He forces her to watch this 
love after lockup forces her. When when's their new episode dropping? Love after lockup is always on. No, I mean it doesn't Barb, ever have a break. Barb and uh, Daryl's podcast. Oh, their podcast is like four hours long. Yeah. They what talk they... about TV shows and dogs. That's what they talk about. But it's called the Lockup, right? Is that what their yeah. podcast is called? The Lockup Podcast. It's called Chained Heat. <laughs> it's called Women Behind Bars. <laughs> that show I can't stand. It's so awful. Like, but I, I have actually like grown to despise reality TV. Like I, I, I used to be into it. Like I, I watched Survivor. I watched Amazing Race initially. I watched all of it. And then I just, I can't, I tapped out. The only one that I like to watch is Naked and Afraid. Because I, I, I don't know like how they're going to survive. Or <laughs> Is there different, is that just one dude? Or is there different people on it? Um, Naked and Afraid is unique because sometimes it's groups of four, sometimes it's groups of two, and sometimes it's one. So it just depends what season you're doing. Is it like the same people week to week? No, it's different people. Yeah, so it's not. But they could. They they could. They could. Well, they could. Well, it's competition, but they don't really win shit. But it's just a competition on that episode, like not. A season like there's it's not like survivor no because they it it ends in one it ends in one episode unless it's like the four people or you know sometimes they have like groups of four and they drop them throughout like four different locations so it's like it's like the floor is lava yeah and that one continues from week to week in other words it's like oh this this time they eliminated four people because this guy got frostbite oh, this guy have cut his toe open groups, and he yeah. can't walk anymore this one got a urinary tract Ur- urinary tract infections are bad <laughs> and then they they can't they have to tap out but uh where do they yeah, get that so, from peeing in the wild oh going in the water i don't know what causes urinary tract infections i just well it's like build up of some chem like yeast bacteria you gotta get something in your peepee right no. Well, I, I usually I don't know too system. many guys that get it, but it is guys get it. But it's very prevalent in my like my my family. Hmm. Like women, like my mom oh, yeah, gets women, urinary tract infections yeah, it's, it's very bad. And in general, my my mom has had to go to the hospital, and uh, my aunt also has issues with it. So. I don't think they've found like a way to get around it. So I, I think if you're one of those survivor shows and you have a tendency for that, you're already in trouble because your whole diet it goes to shit. Like, yeah, it, it's like survivor, but much worse. You have to find your own food or you die. And sometimes you don't even eat food. You have to eat like bark and water. If you find water, sometimes you can't find water and you just dehydrate. Because sometimes they have badasses that like have studied like how to to cook underground and how to water, and they still they could be badass and then cut their foot and then they're done. <laughs> 
Yeah. But do you want to get to the comics? Yeah, comic books. Let's talk about the Zoe Thorogood book. Oh, starting with the... It was way darker than I thought it starting would be. With the, I, I, starting with deep, the deep end. I don't, I don't think I was prepared. That's what I said before we started reading it. I'm like, I need to make sure I'm in the right headspace to start reading this. I don't yeah. think I I was totally, but like I I didn't I didn't like I knew it was autobiog autobiographical, but I didn't know how mm. like dark it would get. Like, yeah, you didn't know it was about depression, depression and suicide. I and mean, it was suicidal thoughts, suicidal tendencies. And the thing that it addressed, though, that I like, I I guess I've seen in real life, and um, is how it's sort of genetic almost, because right, it shows it's her mom it's had it, yeah, genetic, genetic, being passed down from generation to generation, and it's like, holy mackerel! So I, like, I've seen that happen, like, not not with. I've seen it happen with family and friends mm-hmm. and you can kind of trace it back. Yeah, absolutely. To and even like a lot of times, yeah, it'd be a parent will have suffer from depression and then the kid will. And a lot of times you get it with the siblings too. Like it'll hit all the kids or some of the kids or whatever. But I even felt like I, I, I felt very sympathetic for the father because I just I just couldn't imagine being the father and then having to deal with it with his wife the entire time and then have a daughter that had it too like mm-hmm. it would I don't know I it would just eat like if I was in that situation I think it would eat me alive like and it almost seemed like he, he almost seemed like he was a shell of a man like it I know yeah. it was told through her eyes, but yeah, he we... seemed like he was going through motions and he had lost like his whole identity. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know how much, like you said, so this is, so Zoe Thurgood is a, a cartoonist and this is kind of her autobiography and, she does tell some stuff from her childhood. So that's where her parents come in. Actually her parents, you see in the present and she talks about them when she was a kid, but yeah. And is it, I'm trying to remember exactly, but didn't she say something along the lines of her dad was like, so, so much of his time was spent supporting his wife that he, he probably kind didn't of support her as her much as, as he much could have. Yeah. yeah. But it was sad, though, because it seemed like they were real subtle moments with the parents. But I thought I thought they were like very impactful to the story. Like it wasn't like a lot with them. But when they came in, it was very like it established. You you learned a lot in those small segments is what I'm trying to say. And a lot of it was her not really opening up to her parents because. They were dealing with their own stuff, so she kind of didn't want to burden them, I guess, with it. And 
and also i mean part of this is her dealing with the depression but trying not to <clears throat> i guess show it on the outside as much like maintaining on the outside yeah But the so one of the things I liked about this is, I guess, well, there's many things I liked about this, but one of the things I liked is that it, it kind of starts out breaking the fourth wall where she's talking about making this book and having to make this book and wondering if, like, if she should be making it and who is she to think that anyone cares about her life. Like she she proposed this idea to image or whatever that she wanted to do this autobiography and they approved it. But now she's like, why do people care about my life? <laughs> like, who am I to, yeah. to put out an autobiography in my twenties? Well, but then, I, I, but then I she, actually uh, thought you could learn a lot from it though. Yeah. But she, uh, and that, but I like how she decides kind of like, okay, I need like a story to, to tell in this and, and she decides to tell her story of she gets a uh, she's going to go to America for her first con for her first convention. So this is like the story. It starts out. This is the story of her working up to going to this convention, which is hard for her because she doesn't she's not a real social person. So that's a, a whole issue in in and of itself for her. And then. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much in terms of that storyline, but I do like how I do like where that went and the problem she occurred and how she handled it in the book. I thought that was really inventive and creative. It it gave me anxiety because I I personally thought, you know, to to some people a convention could be really stressful. You know, like. Mm -hmm. To most people, it's like a place to celebrate and have a good time with friends and stuff like that and enjoy. But to other people it's that don't like the socialism and stuff, it, it's weird with her because it's almost like she needs the socialist because if well, she goes if she goes into herself, she gets like full on depression. Like if she doesn't have like that social interaction with anybody, whether it be mm -hmm. a best friend or with some boyfriend or, or or girlfriend or whatever cuz i think she's what i think she's bisexual right uh she might be but i didn't get that from the book okay but from the the one the one character she draws as a face that's that was a boyfriend right which the guy that she was with that she was the american yeah yeah, that's a guy. Yeah. Because sometimes it was hard to tell what was going on because the way she drew it. Like, she sometimes drew herself really detailed, and sometimes she drew herself just as a, a circular head. Right. Well, yeah, because she draws herself... And then herself... She, drew, she drew her friends and boyfriends animals, yeah. as animals, yeah, anthropomorphic. She draws other animals. So I didn't quite understand... What she, why she did that 
but I, I found it interesting for sure. Well, I think the, the drawing of the people's animals might just be to obfuscate their yeah, who they to, really are. Yeah, so she doesn't show who they actually are. And then I like how she 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 actually does four different drawings of herself, like what she actually looks like. She does the uh, kind of genderless outline head person. <laughs> And then she does herself as a kid, and then a, like as a kind of like an anime little kid or a manga kid. And each, I think each of those kind of show a different aspect of her personality. And actually, in the book, they kind of argue with each other too. <laughs> yeah. The different sides of her. And then there's the depression is like this big Black. shadow monster that shadow monster around. but do you see that scene where it actually had her and her mom and the, the shadow man the monster was over both of them like she was talking to her mom oh and yeah that her, and, yeah, her mom yeah, had the own shadow monster yeah yeah it's a it's a tough read it really is but i think it's enlightening for sure because it's one thing i've never understood but I've tried to understand it because it happens so often mm -hmm. with a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it was, it's definitely, uh, she, uh, did a good job of capturing what life is like for her, I guess, in an understandable way. And I thought she did a lot of interesting, uh, comic book things in it or cartoon things in it yeah w ways of ways of uh communicating information that were pretty inventive yeah i had to go look there 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 were two there were two um uh panels if you will or pictures that were photos and mm -hmm. I, I got real curious because there was one photo where she just took a picture of her sitting on the floor. And um, there was another where she was in a panel with, with a COVID mask, you know, on. All right. Uh, but I, she was, I could only see her through her drawings and like it shifted. So I didn't know what she looked like. She's really beautiful. She's really pretty. There's a picture of her on the inside cover. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Let me see. I didn't maybe read the inside cover. Yeah, there's a photo of her. Oh, yeah. She's really pretty. Yeah, she is. Which, she got a lot of assholes on Twitter. Or, and probably in emails of people who read this and say, how can you be depressed if you're so good looking? Oh, I think like, it... Oh, way to completely miss the entire point <laughs> of yeah. the book. Yeah. <laughs> Well, a lot of talented, good-looking individuals suffer depression. Yeah, depression has nothing to do with... As a matter of fact, a lot of musicians that have everything that they could ever have suffer oh, depression. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, yeah just... Yeah, and end, exactly. end up ending their lives. So, I mean, just because... I mean, there was that Power Ranger guy, too, recently. You think he's on top of the world and making things happen career-wise, trying to be his own producer and stuff, and 
and he took his life. So I, I think I think that depression is I know yeah. it's real. Are it's hard look, for I mean, me to yeah, understand. A lot, of, a lot of artists. Well look just like you know, Kirk Cobain or Elliot Smith. I mean, mm-hmm. these are some of the greatest arguably greatest musicians or creators that ever lived and who are at the top of their game and and depression got them. So, yeah, that's certainly you never know what's going like the brain is the brain and yeah, the I guess the part I struggled with is it seemed like the brain is the brain and she'll always have to go through this on a daily basis. Right. Like this, and... I, this didn't, I, I don't think she came away from this uh, piece of work and said it healed me. I, oh, I think she's still, now. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause some, sometimes talking about it helps for some people, but I think it's, I, I think hers is truly biological Mm-hmm. whatever yeah. chemical balance chemistry. it is in your brain chemistry she's she's not going to be able to cure it right well that's I mean, she, I, she, I don't know she, she is very mention... she is very insecure i could i could tell too which is a rough thing to have especially if you're i i guess you can be an artist and never go to a con and never have to deal with people but like I said, I think she needs to do that. It's almost like it, it, she fears something and then she does it and she feels good about it because it took her mind off of uh, being, I guess, the lone depression. But then she gets back into it like she escapes in the art, but sometimes she doesn't. It's It seemed like when she was drawing rain that. It didn't really help. Right, she liked it. Well, it did when she was drawing it. Like she said that she liked she she liked working on it because it basically well because you're writing someone else's you're drawing someone else's story so she didn't she wasn't focusing on herself or anything she was just concentrating on the work I guess. Where something like this is far different because it's way more personal. Yeah, but we have friends that are in comics that suffer from this case, you know, cases of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say a lot of people suffer from depression in different to different degrees. And some people medicate like use prescription medications to manage it. Other people use illegal drugs to manage it which is the only the only time i've ever gotten close to i think a a depression or a funk is when i had that infection in my jaw and and it was like eating me alive like i was in so much pain which which i think is different like it's it's not a it's it's a depression but it's not a it's a depression driven by physical pain Right, it has a definite yeah. cause. That was the only time I ever... I even told Barb 
at one point I said, I want to blow my brains out. Like it hurt so bad and I couldn't sleep. I, I, I was restless a hundred percent of the time. And that's when Barb said that we're going to the hospital and we went to the hospital. I remember that day. And I was like, I swear to you, once they gave me antibiotics, I, I felt like a, a human being again. Yeah. And that's something different, but is also prevalent in our, in the world is, people suffering from depression due to pain uh, physical pain yeah what's the term for pain that doesn't go away like chronic yeah chronic pain because some people just have well i mean as you get older <laughs> a lot of people suffer from chronic pain to you know one degree or another but, I, but then... I did i did go into a funk but it wasn't. I couldn't say it was depression. I don't know if it was like high stress depression. But when my dad got really the streptococcus in his knee, and yeah. everything was falling apart around me, like I, I yeah, was that, having such. Yeah, I was having probably. such a hard time dealing with the anxiety that it was eating me up. Like twenty-four-seven. Yeah, 24/7. helplessness. Yeah, and, and then everything was breaking. Like. I couldn't believe it was happening. Like my dad was in the hospital. The water heater died. The, the heater in the house died. The washer died. The, the dryer, everything broke at the same time. Yeah, your whole and, life and was, I was, I was there was with my apart. mom and everything was breaking. Like everything was gone. And I had to try to figure this shit out. And it was stuff I like, I'm not good at, like, I'm not a fixer something breaks i hire a contractor to come fix it mm -hmm. and i i was i was a fucking mess like it it, it was killing me but it, that is not depression that's i i suffer from stress i i don't ever suffer from like what she's dealing with where you're constantly battling thoughts in your head right and, and depression but i know people who who do deal with that mm-hmm and sometimes it's a it's not a chemical thing. It's something physically happens in someone's life, like the death of a loved one, and, and you lose something that made you who you were, and right. you go yeah. into a depression. Right, and it so, takes time. In for this your brain case, adjust. In her case, I, I believe it's like a chemical, like it's a hereditary thing. Yeah, she's dealt with it her whole life. Whole life, yeah. It's a constant. But I, I, I don't think I, I think we've read a ha ha that she drew. And I think yeah, we, uh, I think we covered it on the show. I, I think we read Rain that we covered on the show. I didn't read any of the other, any of our other works. I read Bill the. Whatever Billy blind, Scott, blindness of Billy Scott, yeah, yeah. I think I talked about that on the show. Uh huh. I need to read Rain. I still need to read the rest of Rain. So do I. I think I read two issues. Yeah, I just read one issue. To cue that one up. Every time you say go pick this stuff at the storage unit. I always grab the handful of issues. Oh, that you, you know have. I, yeah. Yeah. 
Like I Same found my well. ink. I have to go quite a way ways back to get ink blot. But um, I pulled I out four. Even, I couldn't even find ink blot. So you didn't even read it. I I did read it a long time ago. Do you know what you said? No, I don't think I have notes on it. Let me look. Ink. I'll tell you how I felt about it since you don't remember it. Um, I thought artistically it was like, gosh, she's talented. Like, it's it's a gorgeous book to look at. She got the uh, the artistic gene. Yeah, she did. Dead. The style is definitely different, but it's God. It's a beautiful like. Her line is is just gorgeous, mm-hmm. and um, it falls like in the fantasy realm. What I found most interesting about the book is the way she wrote it with the writer. So they did it totally Marvel style. In other words, they had an idea. They didn't know where it was taking them. She drew it all, and then he had to figure out what dialogue, or, or I can't remember if it was a he or she, what to put in it. Let's see who did it. It's like Rusty Glad. Yeah. Probably dude. Yeah. So does it say, did it say that in the first issue? Yeah, like in, the... in the back matter. Okay. So they said it was like a lot of fun because she drew it like she she put a story in her her I I guess she just totally drew it like Jack Kirby would draw it and then he well, he would have he to give go her, back. Did he give her uh, an outline? Notes. Just really rough notes though. It's like it's okay. not even an outline. Like Stan Lee's was a a family goes into space and gets cosmic powers. That's kind of like what the outline was. She so she didn't know like what what was gonna go and she just went with it. So it seems like a fun a fun experiment. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty pretty cool. It, it it doesn't fall in my wheelhouse though. It's sort of that fantasy realm. It's it sort of was a like a multiverse. It's about a family, like a, of people with abilities, and she has, she like confines herself to like this infinite library where she starts documenting everything, but when she starts writing stuff, it starts coming true, and uh, I guess her brothers and sisters have other abilities in this this multiverse, and um, that's kind of like what's happening an overall story arc. So it, it falls into that fantasy. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but the art was, there There were two books that were fantasy that we talked about today. One was A Guardian, and this was Inkblot. And I think Inkblot is something that I would continue with, and A Guardian is something I wouldn't. Interesting. I think I was the, I was the reverse Well, you told me I was probably not gonna like a guardian. You were so right. I, like, I I decided I ordered the trade of a guardian, but I did not order the trade of ink blot. But that was based on my memory of ink blot, not <laughs> notes. Wasn't there a cat or something in ink blot? 
Yes, that's what she wrote in. She she wrote the cat into life. Okay. I'll let you talk about a guardian because I I kind of didn't like it. And I kind of didn't get it. Like I I get there's a guardian of the tomb and there's the king and then there's these all these other there's like three factions within the magical land that that are sort of at war. But that's all yes. I got out of it. Yeah, that's so it. there's it was a little not confusing, but complex, I guess. So there's the three lands, like there's the one in the middle, there's one in the north, and the one in the south. And there's different uh, political relationships between the the three areas. And let's see. And blah blah blah. So it starts in the I think it starts in the middle kingdom, where. Let's see. I'll read my notes. A king goes to the tomb of a queen who united the kingdoms years ago. He's the only one who can go there, and it's guarded by a guardian who kills those who try to get in. So that's the a guardian. It's like this giant person who guards it. Uh, so and the king is the only one who's allowed to go in. And the king is planning an attack on the kingdom to the north. And in the kingdom in the north, there's animal-looking people. And one of the people is the former queen of the Middle Kingdom. So she's now working with the animal people to the north. And they're preparing to invade... No, the, the Middle Kingdom is preparing to invade the Northern Kingdom... And then there, there's another storyline with the. Where was he from? I think a guy, one of the blue guys from the northern. Oh, kingdom. he's like he's kind of like an elfian, a blue elf, right? Yeah, the blue elf. Who goes to get this old dagger? For, for someone which, else. Which, which I think, no, I think the dagger can actually kill the guardian. That's what I think. Yeah, that's probably likely. I liked this, though. I thought it was really well done. Well told, and I liked it. So it was written by Eastern, no, Easton Daverna with art by Kay Baird. And I liked both the writing and I liked the art. Well, obviously you liked it because you ordered the trade. I did. A rare, a rare order of a trade. And see, I have all these issues, and I kind of like, God, will I ever go back and read it? <laughs> so, what what I really got to get better at is two things. One, I have to read material right away. I ha I have to make decisions because I'm trying to cut mm -hmm. right. This and ink blot probably wouldn't have made it to tell you the truth, mm -hmm. and it would have saved me a spot for one of those things I've added. Do you see what I'm saying? And I need to, I I need to, I need to consume it before this show. Like I need to read it. I need to take better notes 
in case you say we're covering this on the show. <laughs> right. So I remember what it is. Um, especially if well, I mean, that... and you can do the same thing if you read something and you're like, oh, this is great. You can let me know, and then I can. Yeah, read it. yeah. The the only difference is if you let me, go, at least right now, if you let me go off and do my thing, I'm gonna stay in Marvel and DC. I really will. Yeah. I'm in that mode. I I just want to read my serial superhero adventures. And uh, I don't, it's not to say that I'm rating them all five out of fives. I'm not, but that's the mode I'm in right now. Right. So, uh, I, yeah, I, uh, that's such a weird place to be because I want the physical media for the stuff that I can get digitally. And I don't, I'd rather have the digital stuff of stuff that I can get, but I can't get it. It makes it so weird. Like, here's what I would want in a perfect world. This is this is Mike's perfect world. I'd want a comicsology thing where I could get unlimited for all this stuff, right? And I can just read it, and then. They, the DC and Marvel apps could go away, and then I could just get the physical. Like that—that's what I would want. <laughs> it's the opposite of what uh, uh, probably a hundred percent people want, because a lot. I mean, if you look at the majority of people I know, Marvel and DC is a big part of what they read. Sure, I mean that's how it's been. Marvel, DC, and Image, and ever since the Comic Code they Authority stopped. killed yeah. comic books. But that's what I'd rain. rather have in physical is the the not getting the Star Wars thing it eats it's eating in my stomach like I but I I've been able to fight it like I'm like Mike well what if you just add Star Wars and bounty hunters back in will, you, will that do it and then I'm like no you got to fight this you can access this digitally <laughs> and it I got the new previews and I'm I'm even struggling with that because it's like image keeps on putting out stuff that i want to read that that i like and usually they're pretty good about putting like oh they'll throw in three fantasy and stuff i could skip and it's like yeah i was gonna say they're, they're not skip do, the they're fantasy. not they're not doing <laughs> that and they're not to say there's like i like saga and i like i like when idw does dungeons and dragons and i like I like fantasy, but it is the Magic. one genre. It is the one genre that I could safely do without. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I had to pick one genre that I could do without, that's it. Yeah, I knew it's, you went- it's weird that you called me on it though, because you said, you know, if you have it, read it. But if you don't, don't worry about it. And it's like, you know, what I wanted to read first. I wanted to read the thing that you told me not to read first <laughs> because I'm like, well, why is he saying that? Why is he saying I won't like it? And I, I mean, in this case, you were pretty much spot on. I, I, I knew because this is like very epic in, in scope, I think. Like an epic no, but it, scope fantasy. It could, well, let, let me let me tell you something they could have done that would have drew me in. If I felt some kind of emotional... thing i wanted to follow about any of the three characters like any of the three lands you don't care about the queen who has not really left our a... land for love 
Not really. <laughs> because it's just there. She has the the anthropomorphic lover. Um but I, I don't know. I, I didn't find anything in there that I could Yeah. Attached emotionally to. like a, like there's a death or something and you're like feel sorry for the character or any kind of empathy towards any of them i didn't i didn't feel or hate even i didn't feel any emotion for any of the characters which was no. where it failed to hit with me yeah harley yeah and i guess that's what i kind of mean by epic in term like this was just kind of setting the pieces in play. Like like Lord of the Rings, there's a lot of walking. Right. Just yeah, they just start walking in this book, and you haven't really got to know the the hobbits yet. I do I do think if I was more of a fan of Lord of the Rings that I would I would have latched on to this. It just I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it's not your thing. If I was more of a Tolkien guy and I, I liked more fantasy and role playing and stuff like that, I would have said okay. Even though I like D and D comics, I like them because the way they tell the story. Like I, mm-hmm. they tell me about the thief. The thief has these motivations. This is like I feel like I'm getting more. Uh, I could attach to some of the characters or something like that. Then I, I get it invested, but this, I don't know, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you're going to see me reading stuff and then saying, Oh, we should cover this because I, I really think that could be how I keep my budget to where it is now. Like, and I'll still be able to add stuff I want. Like I want to add guardians of the galaxy, the new Marvel number one to my list. And, there's other things I want to add, like those image books. Like there, there, there was several image books that I want to try. So if I want to try them and I can stop something I don't like, right. that that fills that spot. Right. Harley, stop yelling, little yeah, girl. You just, have, you just have to have a more, a more refined list. Yeah, and it's gonna kill me because I'm gonna have to read a lot of number ones, and I. Want yeah, to read other things, so it's like I, I don't know. Well, then maybe that'll curb your, your purchasing of number ones in the future. Yeah, I mean, the, and I'm just, I'm reading the solicits like really close, and especially in like the source point press areas and the scouts and the yeah, yeah if you vaults, have those, I, they're putting out like ten number ones a month. Yeah, can't get everything. I, I do really like Antarctic though. Dynamite in Antarctic or two places. Antarctic are just anthologies, so. But I like to play in them. Like I, I can cut heavy metal. That's an anthology, okay? I yeah. I, I, I truly can cut. Um, what is it? Shutter and the other one, but I just love the format and I love the art so much that yeah. I, I, I it keeps me there. Plus the stories are very consistent like i right i know what i i know what i'm getting yeah yeah exactly so but like i stopped heavy metal even though i just bought the first issue do you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah, I know you. You, I, I knew you had stopped heavy metal. And I like heavy metal, but heavy metal is one of those ones that I could. There's like five stories I like, and then five I don't. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that they'll collect or put out in singles the ones that I might like by the creative teams. Right. You, or can, I could, you can always yeah. a lot of those stories in another format if you so desire. But I mean, to, yeah, the Antarctic ones. I mean, I, I'm I'm the same way. I get all like I think I get all of their anthology. I get all of them, but I added two. Like I added <laughs> manga or manga Z, and I added uh, I don't know. I added another one this month that you haven't gotten the new previews yet, but it's out. They got another one anthology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they must be selling okay. They must be doing pretty well. And the, the other thing that I got into, Bill, um, that I, I just wanted to bring up recently, is I, I started reading on Comixology a lot of Xenoscope stuff that I didn't buy, like the Alice in Wonderland stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm absolutely loving it. Like, I am so engrossed in the the Alice and the Wonderland saga right oh, now. Like, stuff, yeah. Oh God, I'm into it. Like you wouldn't believe <laughs> like if I had a choice, that's what I would have marathon through is I started reading it like in chronological order from the point I started. And I, I, I just don't want to stop. It, it's like, I, I am, I'm totally along for this continuity, ride. That's the Wonderland. Yeah. Wonderland. Yeah. It, it, it the Alice in Wonderland added the, was it Alice in Wonderland? No, Alice in, I can't remember which Wonderland it was, Call of the Wild or Call of something. It added the, the Cthulhu thing into it, like All right. <laughs> the, adding the Lovecraftian stuff into the Wonderland and causing like a war. And it was, oh, I was like, I'm hooked. And from that point on, I, I was like, I, I want to read more Wonderland so like the Zenoscope cool. stuff, I'm really, they have so much in that app too. Um, yeah, that's cool. Oh, I would like to, I noticed you said this on Twitter and I was thinking the exact same thing when it came out, when, uh, when news came that Amazon was, um, getting rid of a bunch of employees that were working on comiXology. Everyone was like, that's it. Comixology is dead. It's over. It's going away. But I was like, when I saw that, I'm like, wait, that doesn't mean it's going away. It probably just means they're just, because they already have a huge ebook, you know, yeah, department. The Kindle. So they're probably Well, just, you could already see where, just, well, we knew that bringing... a year ago, Bill. We already knew they were consolidating because they pissed off people a year ago. Well, that's when they moved Comixology to Amazon. Yeah. Exactly. And their search engine went to shit. Until they got it back on track. Yeah. But because then so, I would get socks. If I typed in Spider Man, I'd get Spider Man toys, socks. Now now it's at least I could enter Comixology, whether they change that to Kindle or whatever it turns out to be. Matter yeah. of fact, you type comicsology.com right now, it redirects you to the Kindle piece. Right. So like you'll you'll see Kindle in there. So like people were saying it's going away. No, it's not going away. It's just harder to find shit. So I, I could see those customers getting pissed. Like, yeah. I, I can't find it. I can't. But people it, are acting like it's the end of digital comics on Amazon and they're getting rid of all of them. And 
all your co- all your collections are gonna be gone because they're gonna delete everything. No, they're all there. It's like no, they're not. They're just reducing headcount probably because they have du- redundancies. <laughs> they basically gave their work to their Kindle staff. Right. They, they the... said, "Oh, you're handling books and comics and magazines now." Right. Right. They. I mean, that was probably the plan all along is to bring over the comicsology people and then transfer some of that knowledge. In our industry, they do that, Bill. Who they want to keep and who they yeah exactly. <laughs> we 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 see that you buy a company and then you assimilate it. You right. keep you what keep you people, want. Keep the people you like and get yep. rid of the people you don't like. <laughs> exactly, and it's not a it's not a pretty thing. I I hate living through that. I I don't like it, but it it's natural. It happens all the time. And then what also happens is the guy who started the company takes his big fat paycheck and quits. Who's <laughs> on? Oh, we see that in tech all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like we see the That's company sell. He, he makes millions and then he sells that company. They get acquired and then he's off on the island enjoying retirement or, yep. or starting another or company. starting another company. That, you know, that happens a lot. They do that a lot, too. <laughs> And in, in one case, one guy uh, was developed a front end, and it it became so popular he sold it. And then he he made another company to compete with his own company. Well, and that that one that one that one is interesting legally because it yeah. just depends on how <laughs> you separate. Do you know what I mean? You have to be you can't yeah you have to be different enough. Yeah, but he was different enough. You know how he did it? He went from a hardware solution to a virtual solution. Ah, In other words, a software type. That was different enough. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I know you can't just quit and then start a company that does the exact same thing. (laughs) No. But he got away with it. So, yeah, I I know there, there are people that do it. So, that that's what happened to Comixology. And they... The head, the head people knew probably knew that. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, that was the plan. Keep them whether around the work, for a the year. Wor- whether so. the workers knew it or not, that's a different story. But I think they probably knew because the way companies work, you hear rumors like you wouldn't believe. Like. Yeah, it was probably a rumor for a while. You you actually can see writing on the wall when you see some heads just mysteriously missing and. Not decapitated or anything, but they're no longer there. <laughs> and, and he's like, "What's going on?" And then you put two and two together, and you can kind of see, "Oh, can you can you move this over to here? Can you do yeah, this?" Like it just headcount in one area. You could or... you could just see technically. Why don't you give the API over to these guys? And you're like, "Oh, oh yeah, they shift assignments around." Yeah. And... So you're like, "Huh, something's happening." Yeah. And then you see the corresponding attrition. That's natural attrition because people realize their job is at risk potentially, and they don't want that risk, mm-hmm. so they leave. Yeah, or or switch departments. Yes, I've or seen move that to where something people, else. Yeah, people know that the thing the thing they're currently working on is is being shut down, so they are end of lifeing. So they are going into uh, maintenance or something. So they shift over to a, a department that 
or a project that has more future. Yeah. Before the cuts start. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, so that that that's the comicsology news. Is there's a lot of podcasters and 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 actually uh, bleeding cools and that are talking about the death of digital comics. They're not dying. They're just moving. They're just moving around. And it might be harder for you to to subscribe and uh, do certain things that you like. Like sometimes they had like features like, oh, if you want to read this series that crosses across five different titles comiXology would link them that link mm-hmm. might be broken right now you know so you can't but if they're smart they will relink it because they still want to make the bucks they want to still make money and things profitable so they'll steer you in the right direction I mean, Amazon's constantly changing their algorithms and stuff like that to get you to keep buying stuff Yeah, that's that's they're in the business to sell. So. In the end, well, it's beneficial to them to have a system that encourages people to read and purchase things. So, what do we got next? Um. We have Batman Spawn. Hey, before we do that, can I just say I've been flipping through my Savage Dragon Ultimate Collection Volume 1. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful piece of... <laughs> what a beautiful piece of work. I haven't actually looked through it yet. Oh, man. There's like tons of back matter. But as you say, I get really discouraged every time I go through a previews and there's no Savage Dragon or Ant. I get really bummed out. Uh, the, the, it's one. It's one of the things yeah, I look look to the image. Like, I think is he gonna solicit anything? And I'm like, oh, damn it, there's nothing there. Yeah, we need a a solid year of Savage Dragon coming out. I'd be happy with six issues a year. Yeah, that'd be fine. And if they were regular, like every other month, I get an issue. I'd be happy. But it's like we go through. We'll go through like six months and have not have nothing. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. And it's his own thing, and he wants to keep control of it. But gosh, it's just hard for us people that love it to just drop off for such a long period. I know. I don't even remember the last. I'd much rather have a spawn or you know two spawn books up. go away than and bring me Savage Dragon. <laughs> I know Savage Dragon is the best. Yeah. Those ones I want to read right away. Like, I, I just want, I get them, I want to consume them. So. I think if I were to retire and I just had, like, a decided Savage Dragon to read, I'd be happy because I could just read it through and then start back at the beginning and read it again. <laughs> and I'd be forever happy. So we we uh we read Batman Spawn. The the writers Todd McFarlane, the artist yeah. is Greg Capullo. There was a a bunch of different covers. I think I bought four of them. I'm done with the multi covers now, but I bought one. Time... I bought the Todd McFarlane cover. 
I bought the main cover. Which was the Todd McFarlane cover? I don't know. It's okay. It just has Batman I, I, and Spawn on it. Yeah, I bought so many that I don't even know <laughs> which one's what. And then Image did that Spawn month, which had Spawn on every cover, so it's even more confusing. Ooh. I, I, You know, I was reading uh, this comic book called Justice League Infinite. Or Justice League... Uh... Yeah, I saw you posting about... Oh my gosh, they that... they had done... You know how Rob always talks about how they mimic Superman and Batman and all this in their their publications. Mm-hmm. Well, DC decided they're going to have their Savage Dragon and their Spawn. And they called it... Um, I, I think, think Spawn was like Spore or something like that. And, and uh, Sp- uh, Savage Dragon was like Dino Cop. But he wore like the cop, and he has the yeah. the like dinosaur fin on his head, and it was so cool though because there was a scene there where there was a fight scene, and you saw Spawn, the Wildcats, and uh, Savage Dragon all in the same wow. picture. I gotta, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, it was so cool, and uh, Savage Dragon is part of that team. Like he's one of the major characters. The the spore guy just showed up for one issue, but okay. um, he's he's one of the Justice League. I forgot what they're called. In, they're not Infinite. They're Incarnate. Incarnate. Yeah. There you go. Justice League Incarnate. He's one of the members. So uh, yeah, it was it was really cool that, and he acts like him, like the old school Savage Dragon, like. He was a cop in Detroit. <laughs> I'm looking at him. Oh yeah, he was very <laughs> Savage Dragon esque. His fin is different though. So at least I I know it's like a a fin and then it's got like another piece like there's a blank spot. Yeah, and it's then like it a two part. Yeah. More of a solid. So if I can't get my Savage Dragon, maybe I'll get it in Justice League Infinite or uh, <laughs> Incarnate. But uh, I like that multiverse thing kind of thing happening. But in Batman Spawn, I found it so interesting because it's almost like you could tell it's a Todd script because it's it fit right into all his other books. And Batman, not so much, but it sort of tied in trying to bring back Wanda with mm-hmm. Bruce wanting to bring back Martha, his his mom. And I think I thought it did it really well. Like I think I think he integrated at least from a Spawn perspective a, a good decent story that tied in with the rest of his books. Yeah, it definitely made sense within the the Spawn storyline. I like the idea of the clowns, like the Joker working with the clown. Oh, the mini clowns. I, I, yeah. Even though he wasn't <laughs> sort of the central, it was more Court of Owls based, you know, with the Talon. Yeah. But. Uh, it looks like that's a back thread for what what's could happen in the future is the the Joker and the clown, clown. yeah working together. But I, I I liked it. What did what did you think? Yeah, I liked it as well. It was a little confusing, but by the end it it all made sense. So with the the plan of the Court of Owls. 
Yeah, and it's pretty typical for a team up. Like they start out fighting each other mm-hmm. because what it is is they're saying that Batman has the the way to open up the what are they called the dark portals or whatever they call them, so they can get so he can bring back Wanda, like the one that he needs to get to. So Spawn mm-hmm. and him start fighting, and then they start talking, and then they team up. So it's like it's your typical superhero crossover team up right yeah yeah start working together yeah because when they're is it when they're in the dead zone that's where spawn doesn't have powers yeah so when they're in there they're evenly matched yeah because he doesn't have any powers so they're just fighting basically and of course the art was fantastic yeah, Capullo. Capullo inked by McFarlane. It did look more like Capullo drawing Batman than it looked like Capullo drawing Spawn, though. I thought. Yeah. It, it, it looked more like his Snyder style, you know? For Batman? Yeah. Yeah, for all the Batman stuff. And it might have been that when it came to Spawn, Todd put more of his... His line heavier, on heavier Spawn. inking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his more of his inks on Spawn, so it was more uh, in line with what he should look like. I did like there was a couple of panels with where we had Grumpy Spawn. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's, I don't remember Grumpy Spawn. It's like <laughs> frowning, mm-hmm. but it was good. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. And the other one that we read that was Batman, just to stay on target, was Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo. Yeah. Another one... uh, kind of image influenced uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah, I was excited for this because I haven't seen Sylvester do too many DC works. Like, I had to go to, like, House of Mystery and... House of Secrets and Weird War Tales to find Sylvester work at DC. Okay. I found it and I bought it, but uh, I haven't seen him do too much. And I, I've always been a fan of his art when it started in X-Men and mm-hmm. worked its way to Cyber Force and Witchblade and all that other stuff, even though Witchblade was kind of... He only did a few issues. I think he did The Darkness, the first... 12 or so or 6 I know he did but uh, it was he seems like he's putting this book out on time which is really good like it was it's it's I think it started a long long time ago and uh, he had a lot in the can and he he did the story and the art and the colors are by Arif Prianto and he has special thanks to Matt Hawkins, which is Top Cow, and uh, Bridget mm-hmm. Silvestri, which I think is his wife. Probably. Yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's you can he's definitely a, tell it's his line work. I think he's sure. at the top of his game. This is like... The art in it is very similar to... Uh, what's his book? I, oh my gosh, how am I blanking on it? What's his... His book called? What do it's you not mean? Wild. His main one. Cyberforce. Yeah, Cyberforce. I had wildcats in my head, but I couldn't get it out. Uh, 
like the the Cyberforce reboot that came out a few years ago. It's very similar to that. Yeah. Very heavily rendered. Very detailed, Lots but of not, lines. not a thick line. No. It's a very thin line. Yeah, thin line. And this one, he, he wrote and drew it. The plot is pretty pretty simple in that there's somebody killing people who looks like the Joker. Yeah, they think it's they think it's Joker at first. It's more like this immortal like you could shoot this thing, whatever it is, and it the bullets don't phase it whatsoever. Yeah, the in the first so someone got killed by this Joker and they're in the Batman comes to the scene and he's like, he looks at the wall and there's like bullet holes in the wall and he's like, there's skull fragments in this wall. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, how did, how did uh, anyone survive this? And what it turns, it turns out that there has to be a, a deadly alliance to take out this character because he's going to team up with the Joker to try to take out whatever this thing is. And it looks like there's multiple of them. It's not just yeah. one. And I think that they tested it and there was Joker it's like DNA. They cloned them. Yeah. yeah. And it, so that's why Joker's interested. It's almost like they he's cloned like, like the Joker with like Superman or something, you know, like some in, unstoppable entity. Commissioner Gordon wasn't in the picture. Um, he's on vacation, I think. And Harvey Bullock is 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 running he's, things, leading the investigation. It briefly shows uh, Harlequin, and briefly shows Catwoman, but she doesn't play a part in the story. Where he looks yeah. different, Batman's belt definitely looks different. Like, I've never seen that type of belt before. Yeah. Every, everything on the belt looks angular that points to his groin. It's very interesting. Yeah, that'd be uncomfortable. Don't yeah. sit down. Looks like a very uncomfortable belt, for sure. If he sits down, those two points are going to jab yeah, him right. poke him. Poke him in the... I like how the Joker uh, makes him want to like he spits on his hand and like let's shake on it, <laughs> and Batman spits in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that point. <laughs> Joker spits in his hand and he's like let's shake, and Batman just tosses a loogie right on his face. <laughs> he lifts up his hand like he's gonna spit in it, but then he just spits yeah. on Joker's face. <laughs> and then squeezes his hand. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. So what else do I like we have? At the back of the issue, they have like some of the inked, inked pages, like what sans color. Oh yeah, the, the lines, the line work. It shows, though, it shows that 
I I think the colorist wasn't very evasive, like to what Mark drew and inked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it I still agree. looks it still looks very much like what we see in the pencils. Yeah, this is. I I completely agree because a lot of times you see the colored pages and they're good, and then you look at the pencils and you're like, oh man, why didn't they just print the pencils? They're so much better. Yeah. But in this case, you can definitely see all the pencil lines in the the colored art. So, yeah, definitely uh, hats off to the colorist for not obscuring the lines. Yep. Trying to remember what else we read. There was one I really liked. I really liked. This is my favorite. We read Dark, Dark Ride. Yeah, and that was Sons. my. That was my favorite, Dark Ride. Really, Seven Sons was my favorite. Dark Ride was like, this is a Mikey book. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dark Ride, I enjoyed. I kind of wish they stayed more on the behind the scenes of the amusement park instead of veering towards horror. Like I was enjoying the behind the scenes of the the amusement but, park. But the amusement park was built on horror. He killed his wife and sold his soul. To yeah, the I devil. mean it is a it's a horror amusement park. So, <laughs> well, that's how the park starts. Is him and his wife are going at it. Like you're a loser. I wish you'd have married so and so. You're you're trying to make these like haunted rides. Nobody wants that. They want the Disneyland. Blah blah blah. And she was mm -hmm. railing on him, and he just he ended up killing her and Grabbed taking her, her out to the, the middle of nowhere and burying her body. And then when he, before he started covering the hole, there was a demon in there saying, well, you know, we can make a deal and you can build the, the amusement park of your dreams, which was all horror themed, which is awesome. And you even get like a map of like, everything and it truly does yeah, all the like it's well yeah. it's well thought out like like what kind of rides are on this park and stuff like that like they have well, a like, shoot em up, like shoot the, em up uh... zombie ride that you always see at universal or disney where you actually have a gun and you you like target whatever you're 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 shooting like i, I think there's yeah. was, was it the simpsons ride i can't remember no it's not the simpsons they had one for uh what was the Buzz Lightyear, where you got like a Buzz Lightyear gun and shot things, and then at, at the, uh, Universal at the, uh, they had another six, one. At Six Flags they have Justice League. <clears throat> oh yeah. That's the that's the shooter game. Yeah, I'm trying cool. to remember at Universal <laughs> which one it was, and I can't. Universal think. has oh what are they, what's their shooter? Yeah. It was it wasn't the Simpsons? It was. Oh God, I can't think of what it was. Wasn't Spider Man? No, Spider Man's one of my favorite rides. That's one of those simula. The yeah. things that that I love about Universal are the simulated rides. Yeah, no doubt. Like it, Transformers. It, it, is awesome. The trans the Transformer ride, the Mummy, like it. Oh, Mummy's it really, fantastic. It like takes you into this like. <laughs> it's I a little Universal roller coaster. Studios. It's a little. It, it simulates the cart as you go through like the story. It's awesome. I love those are my favorite rides now. Harry Potter did that too, the Harry Potter ride. Yeah. 
Yeah, the immersive ones are yeah. super fun. But they had immersive rides in this. They had the shooter ride. They had. Oh, I will say one thing I liked is at it, in the story itself they show like the park, like the a, a picture of like the whole park. But then at the back they have like what looks to be like the handout you would get at the park that has like numbers and tells you what each ride is. And where the restaurants are and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> everything is. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, well thought out. You definitely spend a lot of time figuring out what each ride was. Yeah. I like Joshua Williamson. I, I, I've i read more of his work. Like, I know he's done Birthright and other stuff, but I read more of his work at DC and everything mm-hmm. he touches at DC, I, I really like. You like James. And this, this ride, it, this... This thing was amazing because it like had everything I wanted. Like I love the intro, how this kid just wants to get a job and he he loves this amusement park and he's like, oh I gotta work here. He gets the job, and then it it almost has like that feel like he read that Stephen King's Joyland because that's one of the only novels I've ever read. But <laughs> the way the way he like migrates in to the story, this character is very much like Joyland. Like I really, I, I like the details around how he's teamed up with another person. He has to pick up trash initially. He, he, he could do this he stuff. He gets, gets to meet the, the, the owners of the park. Yeah. Whose name is like, what, what was his name? His name is, uh, it, it's, it's, I think it's for the night of when okay. Michael Myers kills people. Sus. God, I can't think of the name. Let me see if I wrote it down. Because the, the the girl's name is Halloween. Yeah, the and sister. His, his name is... Yeah, because there's a brother and sister who are running the park now. Yeah, his name is... Uh... God, I can't think of it, but it's in the Halloween movie because Donald Pleasant says it a couple of times. Oh, God. I love his the black and Sam. white, Yeah. His name is not Sam, though. It stands for something. His father's uh, name is Arthur. I'm not going to be able to find it. Because it only mentions it a couple times. Halloween shows up, and she's like a celebrity and porn star and all kinds of stuff, but... Maybe his father calls him by name. Sam. Sam Heal. Sam. Uh, it's going to drive me crazy now. No, I'm not going to find it. Let's see if I can find it here. Yeah, I liked all the behind the scenes stuff. Like, he takes them into, like, where they have the security cameras and everything. And. I should write shit down like that, especially if it's important to me. But I, I, I've been really bad with my notes lately. Maybe his sister calls him that. Because I know his friend is there. He fires his friend as he's walking. His friend wants to make it more all ages, like theme park, to bring in more customers because they're, they're actually 
Oh, the brothers. Yeah, the brothers. Make, friend, not make yeah. as much money. And um, Sam fires him as he's walking with his kid, and he says, well, this kid has a better ideas than you do. Sam Haim, isn't it? Sam Haim? Sam... Oh, Sam Dante. Heim. Sam Haim. Yeah, Sam Sam Samhain and Halloween Dante. So the last name is Dante. Arthur Dante is the father. His name is Sam Haim or Sam Haim. Yeah, Sam Haim. After the Danzig band. Yeah, but it means something in hell, doesn't it? How's it spelled? Sam Haim. Sam, Sam. Hain. H I H A I N. H. It means like A I N. It's like Halloween. Is that like Halloween Eve or something like that? Sam Haim is yeah, it's Halloween. Usually celebrated from October 31st to November 1st to welcome the harvest and usher in the the dark half of the year. <laughs> it's the same word for Halloween essentially. Yeah. So that's why he named his kids. I thought it had more more to do with uh, hell, but I guess it doesn't. So he named his kids the same thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> True. But the, like they have a a guy that does like pick up and he looks like a zombie. I think that's awesome. Isn't Halloween like a porn star? Yeah, she. She one, said that daughter. she has a sex video. Like she shows up unannounced, and that's why the son is so pissed off because the father he says he tells the father, "Did you invite her? What's going on? Why did she show up?" Because he considers her a distraction. Yeah, because she's like a big. She's popular. She's pop a celebrity. Star, yeah. yeah. God, I like this. I like it so much. I like the art a lot too. Um, Andrea, Andrea, Andrea Brasson. Andre. Is that how you say it, Andre? So. That's how I would say it. Andre. Brisson. I'm bad with European names. Andre Brasson. He's. I love how they do the opening where it's all black and white, too. Oh, the flashback, yeah. And then they get to the amusement park, and this kid's getting a job. and He actually loses his badge, I think, and then goes back to get a badge. And I think that's when he runs into... Oh no, he just he he accidentally ran into the owner and they started hitting it off and things looked good until Halloween showed up. Halloween shows up and then he loses interest in the kid because now he has a sister there that's distracting things. And then he goes back to do his job and clean up stuff. And that's when he realizes he lost his badge. And then he gets called into one of the uh, amusement rides because they're saying Owen, Owen, <laughs> and he goes in there and it looks it looks very personal because he sees his drowned mom, and I think yeah, father. They, yeah, they talk about his parents dying 
at sea when he was a kid. And it looks like the 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 bad side to the story is they they spend a lot of time on this kid. Yeah, and then what happened? And me me actually <laughs> liking him. Yeah, that's. And that's then what... I don't. I think he's not gonna be part of the story anymore. Yeah. Um... I think his soul went to the devil. Hopefully he. Hopefully it's not the last we see of him because I'm like I like that kid. That was like the main character. <laughs> yeah, he was the more interest. Like he was the 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 fascinating part he's of the, the story. Uh, he's the uh, the reader analog in the story. So he's done Ghosted, which I liked, Birthright, and Nailbiter, and then he's done a ton of uh, stuff. And he said he did this as a passion because he loves like amusement parks, like Disneyland, and he does he likes to invent his own rides and stuff like that, which is pretty cool that he told this really good story. Uh, I also like the cardstock nature to this same cover price. Yeah, I think it was thicker like too, wasn't it? Thicker cardstock yeah. cover, and I think this had way more pages than normal. Yeah, I think it was probably forty pages or so. Yeah, it's at least thirty-two without ads, so it was it was really good. This one I gave a five out of five. It was my only. Well, I, no, I gave Zoe Thurgood's a five out of five, even though I was like emotionally <laughs> devastated after well, that's, it. That's that's good. Yeah. I mean, you want something that affects you emotionally. Affects you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gave that uh Dark Ride I gave four out of five. Zoe five out of five. I gave uh, I, I did enjoy the one um what was that one called? A Guardian? No. That one I gave a three <laughs> out of five. I gave a three out of five to that and ink blot, but I preferred I preferred ink blot. I gave a Guardian a four out of five. Seven Sons, uh, I liked a lot just because of the. You get into that thing I like a lot, which is the religion. religion. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Seven Sons a five out of five. I gave it a four out of five, but I could see as I get more into the story that that this I could. Thought go it was on really there. good. Plus, you got the uh, the Jay Lee art. Yeah, which is very kind of appropriate for this book. I wouldn't have thought it would have worked very well, but it does. Because this is this takes place in Vegas in the future, and it seems like there's a religious convention, the coming of... The, one of the seven sons is coming It's not to the future, Vegas. it's 1998. Oh yeah, you're right. It's the past. It's the, it's it a, just looks like a. It's a different past than our past. <laughs> <laughs> Takes place in New Canaan, formerly Las Vegas. So it's a alternate reality where Las Vegas is now a religious mecca. Yeah, it seems like this. There was this guy that wrote something, which is more important than the Bible now, because he foretold, I, I think, the births of the seven sons, and they're celebrating one of the sons. Right, because the last here, son. Cause, 
he's the last one left, right? I don't yeah, think he's the, the I don't think he's the last one because there's this guy that's in town at the convenience store that passes out on the floor. I I think he's one of the seven. Yeah, because the because uh, they only know yeah. What do they know about seven? I can't remember now. But yeah, here's what I wrote down. So People are gathering by the millions in the former Las Vegas for the second coming of Jesus. 21 years ago, seven babies were born to virgin mothers that all look the same. The Jesus. <laughs> I like that. The Jesus. <laughs> uh, Islamic terrorists have killed all but two. And this is three days before the supposed second coming is supposed to happen. And because, yeah, on this day, everyone's waiting for this one day to come where the true Jesus will be revealed. But like you said, there's a kid, there's a kid in the convenience store who, did he not know he's a Jesus? I don't think he knew. I think he thought he was there. He was telling him about the convention and stuff and. I don't know if that he was was this guy previously attacked before he got into the store. Where oh no, he was just he just came off the streets. Yeah. Some some guy he came out of the ground, it looked like. It's almost like he was resurrected. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. And then he, like, rises out of the ground. He gets a baseball cap on, and he, he just, this this guy treats him as like he's a homeless guy. And he says, happy Jesse Day, Jeezy Day. And he gives him one of those dollar bills. And then he goes in the convenience store and passes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this. This is a borderline 5 out of 5, but I, I gave it a 4 out of 5, so I'm going to stick with my my gut until I read the second issue. Yeah, I gave it a 5 out of 5. I like this kind of this religious stuff as well. I thought this was really well told. It looks really good. So it, who's a writer on this? This is Robert Wyndham and Kevin... How Mao. Yeah, I like this one uh, quite a bit. This was really good. Yeah. So overall, I had a good reading time, and and I think the winners that were for me was the image ones, the the Zoe Thorogood, the Dark Ride, and the Seven Sons. Those were the ones that. Yeah, we had a lot of image, didn't we? Stood out for me. And and it was image indirectly because we had Todd McFarlane working on Batman and Silvestri working on Batman. <laughs> yes. Almost so every with, book. And Inkblot was image too. The only and thing you know, that wasn't Will, was a Guardian. Although, Will, Will, yeah, true. Yeah, and Dark dark Ride, but, oh wait, or, or that was image, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. image. It was. I thought it was something else. No. Yeah, a guardian was the only it was almost out. like a, a coincidence <laughs> of image books which is good because i have so many number one image books that i haven't read <laughs> I a lot. 
Yeah. There's a lot. This one though, I think uh like I don't I I would have ordered the trade if I were you on on De- Dark Ride and Seven Sons. I, I I think they're both really good. Yeah. Can't remember. I think I ordered both of them. I know I ordered Seven Sons and Dark Ride, yeah. But you, I think we're gonna see me posting a lot of books that are number ones lately, just because I want, I want to. Uh, I'm gonna drink some tea. That's what you hear me pouring. Barb made me some tea, so uh. I don't know what kind it is, but it's pretty tasty. But I, I want to. Uh, determine what I like and what I don't like faster. Right. Before I'm $15 in. (laughs) Yeah, that way you can kill it early. The bad thing is sometimes I read like like I can read the second issue of Inkblot and be you know, like really like it, so We'll see. <laughs> but if you don't know, you don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. Like if the I mean, first it... issue doesn't buy you and it, you don't know it's going to be awesome, then. Yeah, but your problem is you'll have. I mean, I guess it's not really a problem. So if, if you read the first issue and say, eh, I'm not really that into it, you stop and say you've already ordered the second and third. And then you read in the second, third, and really like them, then you can always just get the fourth and fifth or whatever. Yeah. Like you can pick them up later. Or well, like, or uh, what is this? The Black Flamingo or whatever that one is. Yeah. I'm missing an issue, and I just read number two, and I'm like, man, this is really good. <laughs> like, I <laughs> I like this story. So I, I went and bought the, the third one on Comixology because I missed an issue. So I can right. just read through it today and um, enjoy it as I'm reading it. That one's good. I like the Black Flamingo. Like it, yeah, I like it's that. It's written really well. It's very memorable. So, and I'm very curious to see where it goes with the the angel. It, yeah, it gets very interesting. Plus, the villain gets even cooler. Like I. I like what they're doing with the the. Remember they stole the angel from the basement. He took the angel out. Yeah. Well, the bad guy is where he got the angel from. So. The art collector. Or yeah, whatever. the art collector Nazi guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good pretty good story. Do we have anything else that I missed? Comic-wise? I don't have anything else. I think we should decide if we have anything for next time. If we I know, I probably don't know at this point. Yeah, I don't think I've read anything that I want to discuss. Well, I'm going to start reading a lot that I think I want, especially Image and Aftershocks and... The the good news is it looks I mean it's not good news it's it's good news for me is that 
as I'm growing an image, AWA is sort of getting smaller and Aftershock is getting really small. Like this previews was like, it has two issues. <clears throat> so is Aftershock even... What happened to well, them? They're, they they're going around? out of they're they're, st they're almost going into a paradigm where they're almost like Avatar and Boundless, you know, where they're soliciting all their trades and omnibuses and oh, clearing out their yeah, warehouse. Aspen, you know, like there's an Aspen section that they don't put any new material in. They just yeah, really, because yeah, we've lost or yeah, you're you're getting less from Avatar. AWA, Aftershock, Valiant. <laughs> so Source Point Press is consol consolidating too. Um, Scout still seems to be going at a fast pace, and Vault is staying pretty flat. Like they're yeah, they're, per they're pretty smart. consistent. Yeah, I think they're they what they were the smartest out of everyone. Where they just said we'll bring out like whatever this many books a month and just continue that. And not ramp it up to huge numbers. A blaze is pretty flatlined. Um, what is that? Samaritan. Yeah, they've always kept... Samaritan, very flatlined. Uh, pretty much, you know, three books a month that, mm -hmm. that I'd be getting anyway. Dark Horse is still pumping out quite a few number ones. I'm not happy about their price point on the Matt Kent books, but... He seems to be building a library of books over at Dark Horse. <clears throat> what do you mean the price point? Well, like the new Matt Kent book, which you don't know about, that's like five ninety nine for thirty two pages. So it's more expensive. It's hey, like are, the spy one. Are you are you getting the new broadsword Kickstarter? No, because usually those are derived, I think, from stories that he's already published. I think it's a original in this case. But it's expensive. <sighs> it's like twenty bucks. Like... I may or I may or may not. I, I I am really trying to do a good job on the Kickstarters and just. <laughs> I I really yeah. like them, and I I am being really really picky because. They're just so expensive. I'm staying in my Jungle Girls and Bad Bug right now. I've even stopped a lot of Evolution. And then... Yeah. I, I, I still like to support Silverline because I like Roland Man so much. Mm -hmm. But I don't support everything they do. But, Makes sense. It's just that if you if you pick five Kickstarters a month, that's a hundred bucks, man. If not yeah. more, yeah, that's a lot. And that's where I'm trying to like, what's what's one area I'm trying to cut? The one area I haven't cut yet is significantly, but I'm trying to get better is the back issues because Aaron Myers keeps pointing pulling some. <laughs> ones on me but like he yeah. he's posted a bunch of them that i really want and i've been 
I've been pretty good as of the last two weeks in saying, no, I really got to stick to my guns and say, I'm going to get Doom Patrols and I'm going to get Captain yeah, fo- America. Try and focus. Yeah, try to try to be more focused. And every year I'll say, well, I'll focus on Spawn next year or, or whatever it turns, whatever's, and just get those back issues, you know. I'm I'm kind of all over the place just because the deals are sometimes really good and I just I want to get them but I'm gonna get. He's posting so many old amazing Spider Mans that I want, and I just like, no I I want them and I I would like to have them but you add it all up and it's you're another grand in you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I really got to start lettering my comic or at least finding out what the hell I'm going to do with that because I feel bad that it's not. Yeah, I'm in a, uh, I need to get out. mine going this year. I think that will be a, a goal of mine to I at least want to do this year. something to make progress on it. I don't think I'm going to have my book out, but I think if I make progress, I'll be happy. Yeah. So I had a couple of books I wanted to add. Well, let me just think. There's there were a couple of image books I wanted to add and I can't Oh. I know which one I wanted. Was it called Love Sick? Love Sick. Love Could be. It sounds like a possible title. I think Love Sick was the Oh yeah, this was the one I read digitally that oh, you I think you might have bought the the physical copy of Which one? Is it Love From Sick? Image, Love Sick. I'm sure I got it. Well, it's not showing up. <laughs> Did you not get that? Uh, hang on. Oh, maybe I didn't. Wow, that was like uh the dark web type stuff. Why didn't I get that? Oh wait, lovesick. I got it. It's all one word. I was typing it in wrong. What was the one of these series? Was it Seven Sons? I think it was Seven Sons. I mean, it had a. No, it wasn't Seven Sons. It wasn't Dark Ride. What did I read? Oh, it was Black Flamingo. That one had the other one I wanted to read. Uh, what did I do with it? God damn it. It was the Tom King book that came out in Image. Oh, Love Everlasting or there, something? There, thank you. So I have two love book themes. <laughs> the love books. Those are the two that I want to add. And then if you want to get back to any anthologies, we probably could throw one of those in. Oh, yeah. That would be a good idea. What do you want to do? We could do Skybound, or we could do Image, or we could do any of the horror or Planet. Oh, my gosh. Jungle. That's too many options. Let's do it. I'll let you pick. How far do we get an Image? We have about we're about four issues behind on image, I think. Did Skybound finish? Yeah, Skybound's finished. How many of those do we read? We I think we covered at least two. Skybound. 
Skybound X. I don't know where I have those reviews. Uh, there. That can't be right. Why is there an issue twenty-five? Image third. <laughs> I think they jumped. They did that. Sky. I can't find any reviews of Skybound. I don't think I read. Apparently, I didn't read any Skybounds. Uh, I could tell you what we read. Hold on. Sky. I like Skybound better than the uh, Image one. I read through three, so we'd have to, we could do four and five, and and then be done. Yeah, let's do that so we finish. Skybound X four and five. Yes, that would be good. And then let's do one of the Antarctics too. Okay, let's do a jungle one. Yeah, Jungle Comics. Let's see if we can cover at least two of those. Let's see, Jungle Comics. Where did I leave? Where do we leave off? Um, I don't know. Let me, go, I... let me search up on my list. I gotta oh, do that. There's today. only been f- f- five. Oh no, six. Oh seven. Oh, there's nine. <laughs> so nine have come out. Ten. Oh, that's a lot. They, they've yeah, they've been coming out regularly, like. Lately, lately, we we covered through six, so we could do seven and eight and nine if you want. Uh, sure. You know, seven through nine. So we already have a list of I don't know. Five comics. Five. Well, more than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, seven. Seven. Oh, All right, sounds good. And then I'll add any additional. And then you got previews next time. Yeah. Preview. So I think so that's... Viewer, that's, listeners can read ahead if they so choose. Yeah, if they choose to. All right. I'm curious what you'll think about Lovesick because it's definitely not as good as the Fanagraphics one. What is that called? Red Room? But it, it's, oh, in that, it's in that it's realm. A, like a bondage or something? Yeah, it's a bondage site type thing. It's like a Red Room. Except focuses on one Red Room, if you will. Right. Okay. And one 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 Donna Matrix or whatever they call them. Dominatrix. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I look forward to reading that one. I liked it because I bought it digitally. Uh, well, I think they only came out with the first three digitally, and it's gone past that in print. So I don't know why it huh. switched, but it must have done good. to get an image spot all right well that will wrap this one up you've been listening to geek brunch with bill bomer and mike myers and uh you can reach bill at dbm00 on twitter at me at mike myers mike myers brunch and you can find us at geek brunch 
geekbrunchpodcast.com and on Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button, follow all the episode threads there, and we'll ring the bell. And uh, you can support our Patreon. <laughs> that we don't have. That we don't have, but we should. You can just PayPal us money. Yeah, you can just PayPal us money. <laughs> <laughs> Send money. And we'll keep putting out episodes. All right. I think that wraps it up. And I got to go find all these books in the storage unit. I've been getting really good with uh, finding things lately. With your new system? Yeah, my new system's good, except I don't like... I don't like that I'm pulling books out of the box and then putting them in the red box. And then the the box that I'm reading from is getting emptier. So I'm wasting space. So I got to figure out what to put back into those boxes True. that are So empty. when you when what do you do when you pull something out of a box and then refile you're going to refile it in another box, do you have to update your location? No, cuz the location is is not in the database yet. I haven't incorporated that. Oh, in. I've, I've started I recording stuff by date. So you just so, so you just use DCBS for that. They haven't incorporated. If if the database I get can incorporate a system where, as I scan the books in, like like I, let's say I scan a hundred books in a week. If I scan them in and it tells me at the end, where do you want to put these? And I could say box 12, then then I would go with that system. But I would have to go through each one of those comics right now on the system after I've scanned them in and assign it a box, which takes way too long. Yeah. And yeah. I, if I could just file them that way, then I know exactly what box they're in and I know where to put them back. That's even better. Yeah. So that's the perfect solution if I can. I'm going to send the guy a note seeing if they can add that feature for me. But he'll probably say, fuck you. Nobody has 80,000 comics, <laughs> 90,000 comics. and No one wants that feature. Nobody wants that feature. They merge, they, they merge their comics by title, you jackass. <laughs> He's like, why don't you just file them alphabetically? <laughs> yeah. That, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put why I want it and then see if he at least sends me an email back. <laughs> Cause he has like live video feed things where you can ask con- uh, questions Question. live. Yeah. But I don't ever get to watch them live because they're like at three o'clock in the afternoon on a yeah. weekday. Yeah. So I, Barb says, well, why don't you send him an email and say if he could talk about this on his next video clip and see if there's any demand or something and that probably do that yeah, that's a good idea if he brings it up on the feed then maybe other people will try yeah we'll say yeah i like that feature i would love that feature because it's all it will solve my problem 100 mm-hmm. percent. and it would making it would make storing like so easy like i going forward doing all the previous ninety thousand comics would be a pain in the ass, but at least going forward, I'd know where everything is. Right, yeah, box one, box yeah. two. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. If that goes that way, then I'm set. Well, good luck. Yeah, he's added request. a lot of stuff that I don't care about, too. Like, uh, 
the magazine one I like. So he's added like magazines and he's added books. And I don't mind those two, but the newspaper ones, I I don't care about the newspaper ones. And I wish I would, as it updates every week, it like loads all the new US, the, the new newspapers and there's tons of them he's doing newspapers yeah so you can like archive your newspapers in here and there's a demand for that people collect newspapers i guess there what there is because why would he have put that there or maybe he has one guy that does and he did it for him but the thing is it takes time on the download process because it's fill up your it's it, it exactly database that's well, weird. I'm not worried about filling up the database. I'm worried, more worried about it. The time it takes me to get an update. Yeah. I don't even care because I never select newspapers. But I mean, the only newspaper I have is the what was that newspaper they did? Um, who? What was it called? The DC one, the weekly newspaper. I forget what it was, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. They collected it in a hardcover, but that was awesome. It was like a Sunday newspaper comic strip thing. It was. That was cool. I'll, yeah. There's a commandy in this. I remember that. <laughs> well, there was a commandy. There was a metal man. There was uh, yeah, a sure. Superman. There was a Batman. There was a Metamorpho because that was crazy. Um, God, there was a lot in there. They were all good, too. But that's the only newspaper I have besides the Death of Superman newspaper that came out or whatever it was. (laughs) (laughs) Superman's dead! But he's, like, moving things into other places, too, like... For for example, like back issue magazine, he's moving into the magazine sections. So right now there's a comic section and a magazine, and that means I have to migrate everything that's in the comic book section that I have into the book, the magazine section. Same thing with heavy metal. Yeah. So there there's there's uh, pains and. There's there's growing pains to having a database too, but um, it's good to have a database. I just wish I knew more like where things were, and I know more or less like if you tell me to find stuff, I can find 95%. I still I'm still pissed off that I can't find those magazines that we found that were retailer like wizards, but they were sent to the retailers. And we got them. Oh, Vanguard. Yeah. yeah, Vanguard. I can't find those fuckers. I know. I know it, where mine are. They're sitting right there waiting. Drives <laughs> me goddamn crazy because I really want to find them. I got a stack sitting here. Yeah. Waiting. And the other thing that was bothering me is I, I found out like the Captain Americas I'm missing, and there's really only three left. But I don't have any of the 602 through or 603 through 640 archived. Which means that if I have them, they're upstairs in that closet that I haven't inventoried <laughs> yet. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure I have them because they're the popular Captain Americas. They're the Ed Brubaker ones. Yeah. 
and I, I don't know why I wouldn't have those, but I still need to go through the closets to, to, <laughs> to check verify. That out. Yeah, see if they're missing. God, I wish I could take a year sabbatical. Just I've been contemplating not retiring early, but seeing if I can go half time. Oh, good. Switch to part time. No, I know. I know. There's three people. I know of three people at my work that are doing it. And they still get health care benefit. Yeah, if you it, could do that, that's ideal. Because if I can go to 20 to 30 hours a week like those guys, God, that would be like... Yeah, that would be amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Even if it's for like two years beyond when I wanted to retire. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it gets me past... Instead of retiring, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you still get your medical then, your benefits probably. Yeah. And you just work less. They make yes. less. Yes. I could spend more time doing and comic books. You're stuff. still making. You're still bringing in money too. Yeah. I think I'm doing the right things. In other words, reducing my spending and stuff. I mm-hmm. just. I just gotta. Uh, I want. There's so much I want to do with my the stuff that I already have too. I want to read it. <laughs> So many comics, man. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. So many. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll see you in two weeks. All right. There is a possibility that what? I won't be there for this in the next two in two weeks because that falls on Super Bowl Sunday, and I. I think my parents might be coming up to my brothers and I haven't decided what we're doing, but okay. Well, yeah, we'll play it. I'll let you know as soon as I find out, which is probably a week from now. (laughs) Okay. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.